have to follow it up with singular? I just have to clarify. Mm. I got to tell you, though, he is right. Uh, when it comes to physical education mm. and getting out and getting exercise, it really... Right up. Uh, I have more news to tell you, Hefe. So I can't even comment. All right. A man uh, got arrested for stealing a car over in Canada. He had a tattoo across his back that said Grand Theft Auto. So uh, I guess he was really, really into what he's doing. He's going to have Grand Theft Auto tattooed on his back. And now that he's in prison, maybe he should have Park It Here tattooed on his ass. <laughs> when you say it, what do you mean? It. You know, it's interesting because I didn't think they stole cars in Canada. I, uh, it was my understanding that in Canada there's no crime, and that's why it's better than a... America. Let's move over to some entertainment, Hefe. All right. I guess Madonna's out there. She's taking some criticism for her latest concert stunt, where she gets crucified on a cross on stage. She came out today and uh, defending it and saying, you know, everything's fine. I mean, she uh, quoted, I've uh, been nailed so much, it shouldn't even matter anymore. <laughs> That's new comedy. I've never heard anything about uh, Madonna being a whore. So, breaking ground Hooker. when it comes to jokes. Hooker. Something else. <laughs> All right, for some reason, Dubs on Fridays feels that here in the hideout, we need to start the show with a little uh, monologue from the radio. One more story for you, Hefe. Big one out there. Uh, there's a study out there showing that smokers have a higher risk of uh, contracting the HIV virus. Mm. Yeah, big problem out there. I... I have a hard time believing it's real. I just think they're blowing smoke up our ass. <laughs> Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? Ooh, what are you doing, Hefe? Uh, it's new, J-Dubs. Welcome to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Uh, time for you to come into the hideout. Hefe and Dubs with you. If you want to be somebody, call 407 916 or star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone, and you dial those numbers. Uh, we got Chunk Scarola, executive producer Tommy Bateman, our director on the Chalk and Roll Controls. Uh, the great Gazoo Manning is screening, quote-unquote, your mm-hmm. phone calls. So whatever you want to do tonight on a Friday night, I'm game. Because I'm buzzed. Yes, you are. We uh, we just got back from the Matador for our first hideout happy hour. Yeah, the Matador. Uh, if you go to uh, realradio.fm in the hideout page, um, you can see the uh, 
the banner that mm-hmm. we've made, the flyer, uh, that was made for uh, the Hideout Happy Hour, the very first one. Happening every Friday out of the Matador. Make sure you join us next week. Yeah, it's still going on, yeah. actually. It goes on till 8 o'clock. Uh, two for one domestics, two for one wells, um, 250 dom- um Imports. Yes. So all of that going on. We, we got a little game set up for you out there. It was a whole bunch of fun uh, this evening at the Matador. So uh, go check that place out. It's on Pine Street in downtown. Had a fantastic conversation with the owner over there. Um, and it was uh, just a, a really, really good time. And so we're going to be doing it every Friday, live broadcast or not, from 5 to 8. And I want to thank uh, both of them over there because they, I uh, went in there. I've been sick. I really, and I, I actually left the show early last night because I'm sick, and uh, I was over there, and they... You were gone? Yes, for didn't, the last half last night. Didn't even notice. Please. I did notice. Show was better. <laughs> um, Don't be mean. That's what was on the IM. I'm just going by what the instant messenger says. How dare you? It did. Whatever. I don't read you those when you're you're gone. Yeah. I read them. They say, please, Hefe, don't get sick again. Uh <laughs> So anyway, but uh, you are feeling a little under the weather. You yes. were you were tired last night, so you had to go home at nine fifteen. Only able to make it through two hours of your four hour shift. Oh please, I don't even want to hear it from you. You did it four times this year. I've had a lot of health issues, <laughs> and I have one. And I went home two hours early last night. But uh, the people over the Matador were very nice. Uh, uh, the bartender went over, got me some tea, made me a little concoction that is I'm still a, sipping on. Is it a bartender? If um, it's a woman. Yes. She's so hot. Yeah, she's very, very hot. Damn, dude. I mean, like, she's smoking. That was crazy. I think she's into you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Why? Because she got me some tea? Absolutely. Dude, she doesn't leave the bar. She doesn't leave her post and go get tea from somewhere if she doesn't like you. Well, I'm sure she likes me as a person. No. I don't I th- think she wants to sleep with me. I think she does. I wish. Well, good thing. We'll be back there... Um, next week, so you can work your game a little bit more. <laughs> my game. I saw you sitting there. <laughs> Sipping on my tea, watch, sniffling. Watching the movies. Yes. I must have been smooth. Isn't it, isn't it weird? <laughs> How sexy is the guy hawking up his lungs, sipping on tea? Smoking, too. Yeah. Nonetheless. Just showing that, you know what, I don't care about this uh, sickness. Mm-mm. Nothing's going to keep me from my nicotine. I don't want to get more sick. Hey, let me ask you real fast. Um, of course, we had the hookup. Mm-hmm. We got free drinks when we were out there at the Matador um, for the hideout happy hour every Friday from 5 to 8. Details for radio.fm. How much do you tip on a free drink? I was mad because I, I wasn't expecting to get anything, you know, because I was sick. I was just going to sit there, kind of just wait it out, and I didn't bring any cash with me. But uh, for all the extra work they put in, I, I wanted to leave at least 20 20? Well, she left the bar to go get me a tea. I think that's, uh, that's acceptable. Be- that's because she's laying the foundation no. for sex later. <laughs> that's why she left the bar. I'm telling you, though, man. Uh, I get a free drink. I like to throw down two quarters what? and say thank you. Here's 50 cents for your time. I think uh, for an hour and a half or whatever, or a few free drinks, five to ten bucks is fine. Go get yourself a nice couple of uh, gumballs <laughs> and think of me while you're chewing on it. Mm, the uh, white. You're going to leave it at 50 cents and then go back next week. No, 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 no. 50 cents per drink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're going to leave it at 50 cents per drink mm-hmm. and then go back next week and not expect to find Visine in your drink? A quarter per shot because I had double talls. 
So she made a nice dollar fifty off of me today. Lucky girl. Uh-huh. That and the sex she'll have with dubs later. We'll pay her. <laughs> sex going to be had. <clears throat> we'll pay her in full. <laughs> I No, honestly, though, how much do you tap for a free drink? For a free drink, uh, usually just the price of the drink. Damn. Oops. Yeah. So you're getting off with uh, no tip, basically. Yeah, next year I got to take a, or next year, next week. I gotta <laughs> you are t- drunk. Yeah, no, not at all. I yeah, got to take. That booth reeks, man. <sighs> yeah. Of what? It smells like booze, like a brewery in there. <laughs> Bacardi and Diet? Yes. That's what I had. I, I, I figure that a dollar is something sensible. Nah. To uh, to tip if no. you get a free drink. No, 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 no. You gotta tip the price of the drink. Here's the thing, dude. You gotta be you gotta be proactive. You're doing this a lot. If you leave a little bit more for each drink, the drinks will eventually get stronger and stronger. Oh. And, and imagine the drinks at the Matador are pretty. Or, uh, yeah, they're pretty stiff. Yeah. And uh, you know, if, if you ever have had like a friend bartender that hooks you up with uh, drinks, I think you know a whole night of drinking. If he's hooking you up, it's not price of drink at that point. It's like thirty or forty bucks. Yeah, that's good. So you don't have to. It, but if you're only having a few drinks, what it's like the 10 hell? Bucks. That's like paying for each drink. Yeah. No, no, not if you get drunk. You pay him salary, not hourly. Mm-hmm. Tough guys. All right, chunks. I need you to go to the ATM, pull out a nice twenty, and take it down to the Matador. Hey, can I get your uh, your card? Damn. I have to give you my pin number. <laughs> Never mind. I'll have to wait till next week. <laughs> um. 407-916-1041, Friday night in the hideout, we'll have our uh, Mark St. Amant mm. fantasy football on the air, also the open door policy, in which we will exercise the sports demons. I'm very excited about that. I've uh, brought in a jersey, Dubs brought in a jersey to burn. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit. Let's go to Dan in the 305. What's up, Dan? Hey, guys, how you doing? All right. I, I thought that was an interesting comment you made. You know, How much do you tip for free drinks? I don't know if you guys remember or not, but do you guys remember the days of Nickel Beer at Phineas Fogg's downtown Church Street? No, uh, we don't. Yeah, well, we weren't here then. I have heard of Nickel Beers at another place downtown, but yeah, what, what would you leave then? My, well, my buddies and I, we used to go there. Uh, we were in college at the time, so we didn't have a lot of money to spare. And uh, we used to uh, we used to leave a dollar uh, for every couple rounds of beer. Mm-hmm. Remember, you're only paying a nickel of beer. <laughs> Dude, but, you got to uh, think about it. Lots of times what happened was is the bartender would kind of catch on that he was only getting a buck, and you wouldn't see him. You'd have to track him down. What's your mm-hmm. thoughts on that when they kind of sh- blow you off? Yeah, here's when, what, here's, that, that happens, though, and that, that's what you're paying for. You're paying for the service. Here's what I don't understand. If you're going to have nickel beers, mm-hmm. you got to expect a dollar in return. Or do you take a, a whole satchel full of nickels and then... Throw down a nickel, a dollar five, and is that more acceptable than ninety-five cents? No, it's it, for a whole round. He's talking about for uh, a bunch of people at the table. All right, only a dollar. So twenty cents. Let's say twenty. Let's no, say, no, 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 no. Each say, person tips a dollar at that table per round. No, wrong. Yes. yes. Let's say you have five people, nickel each. You take a quarter. You throw it on a dollar twenty-five. It's worth their time. What? Jeez, man. You uh. You don't really care too much about that. I absolutely do. <laughs> Chad in 352. What's up, Chad? Hey, how's it going? Uh, Dubs, man, uh, you better be prepared for some really good drinks next week. <laughs> no, that's not me. No, 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 no. That's Hefe. I'd like to remind oh, sorry, you. Hefe. I'm no. sorry, my bad. You my had it, bad. You had it right. 
And you're going to be in trouble next week. I don't care what she's looking for when it comes to the end. It's all about the Benjamins. And mm-hmm. if she ain't seeing them, she ain't taking care of you, man. All right, here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to have to do. Next week, right off the bat, 20 spot. Be like, this is for last week and this week and next week. And no, you can't cover three weeks on 20 bucks. This is going to run us through Monster <laughs> Wing. I just want you to know that. You're a jerk. What? <laughs> it's a 20. Rick in the 407. We do a night show. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, Rick? Not much, man. I'm a bartender. Let me give you a little info here. First off, uh, if a chick throwing out the vibe on you, you got to throw the 15, 20 bucks back at her and say, yeah, I feel the vibe, because you're also laying the groundwork for getting some later. All right, first of all, that makes her a hooker, and that's unacceptable. Dubs no, doesn't not. need to stoop to that. <laughs> doesn't make her a hooker, I promise you. She'll understand. Second off, if a friend hooks you up, man, you, th- you throw the guy 20, 30 bucks if you're there all night long. If you're only there for a couple of drinks, price of the drink works out just good. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. A couple drinks, price of the drink. If it's uh, all night long, about 30, 40 bucks. I don't like these rules. Let's go to James in the 407. I don't live in your world. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been in the business 15 years, actually, management, bartending, the whole deal. And uh, I'll let you right know right now, you're making a lot of enemies around town. And, you know, bartenders and servers are all pretty much getting pissed off right now. Jefe, uh, Jefe, not me. I know exactly. how to do it. I'm leaving her $20 next week for, for the next six for, weeks. Yeah, you need to go redeem yourself ASAP, man. I'm telling you that that's not uh, – what pretty much the rule of thumb is however much the drink is or even if you get a plate of food for free, however much that would would have costed you, you pay that amount with mm-hmm. no extra tip. Yeah, that, that, that's – basically, basically when you're getting free drinks, you aren't getting free drinks, you're getting no tip. Exactly. That, so exactly. you're just paying that amount. Well, then why exactly call it right. free? It seems to me like it's Bush administration uh, bait and switch. <laughs> Would you rather pay full price and tip? Yes, because at least I know what I'm paying for. Jesus, dude. What? That, I'm just warning you. What? I'm not. People not are going to see you at the bar, yeah. and they are going to avoid you. Yeah, I'll I tell you what, and not even that. I, I'm sure Matador doesn't do it, but we used to take a special rack for our trouble bar guests of your Bacardi and Diet rocks glasses. We put the rack on the floor after the cooks in the back have soaped it down, sprayed it down, and all the greasy, nasty soap waters on the floor, and we'd slide that rack back and forth right where uh, everyone would be drinking it from. If they do see me, I just want to remind the people around town that I'm about 6'2", blonde, No, that eyes, is me, and I'm a slender. good tipper. I have a lot of tattoos on my body, mainly Detroit Lions and NFC North. Beat it. Matt in the 863. What's up, Matt? Hey, if y'all ever been in the industry and, you know, getting stiffed, it sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, I can, I can see what the bartenders are going at. If you're going to get a drink, you know, at least tip a dollar. But if you're going to drink all night on a bar tab, at least give, you know, like five, six bucks. At the- you're cheap, too. All night, five or six bucks? How much you tip tonight, Dubs? She wouldn't uh, run my card. Over at the Matador. That's what I'm saying. They're good people at the Matador. They but know I, us. I We're prom- going to be there every Friday next week. I'm bringing the lady $40. 40 now? That's going to run us through Christmas. No. Wait. But trust me, she is going to get hooked up for it. She, You try to tip with a little her. bit of dubs. No, no, not. Uh, <laughs> she'll get a tip of dubs. Shut up. You try it. Drunk. Jesus. I'm not drunk, I'm funny. 407-916-1041. Fireman Matt in the 321. What's up? Hey, you guys want to go ahead and you get to a place where they're going to go ahead and give you free drinks? The best place, the best way to get handled is when you get there, you know you're getting free drinks, 
give the bartender a 50, and you will never have a problem with getting a strong drink for the rest of the night. Yeah, you know, I understand that. Problem is we do nighttime radio for Clear mm. Channel. And a 50 is two weeks uh, worth of work. What? Oh, my God. How much did you drink, man? <laughs> I told you I had three double shot Bacardi and diets. <laughs> In an hour and a half. I'd like another. No, you're cut off because you're a cheap bastard. Until 10. I'm going to go downstairs and tailgate with the heretics at 9. <laughs> you can do that hour alone. I'm too sick. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, right now, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. uh, currently going on for the next 40 minutes or so, hideout happy hour at the Matador. Um, thank you to the uh, people over at the Matador for uh, hooking us up with that. And it's uh, a lot of fun. $2, uh, actually, no, two-for-one domestics, uh, two-for-one wells, high uh, high-class wells, too. And also, we got um, 250 uh, imports. Matador Pine Street downtown. Every Friday from now on, the hideout doing a um, a hideout happy hour out there from five to eight with uh, hip hop and rock music and uh, board games, which ended up being a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It really did. I beat your chick at uh, Connect Four, and then I beat her, and then EJ from the U later. So I, you and I didn't play. No. Next week. It's on. I'll take you out. Mm. B-Rat in the 407. What's up, B-Rat? Hey, F.A., my brother. What you got? You squeak when you walk. Tight ass. What? I think, what? I think, you, I think you need to stay at home if you're going to tip like a bitch. Mm-hmm. I uh, don't know what that means. I am uh, a little offended. Listen. Well, no, you did have the uh, the rectal exam, so he might be wrong in that point. <laughs> That's Monday. That's my colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, and I, I'm going to have to rush uh, over to pick you up after your colonoscopy because I have an uh, interview at 9 a.m. that will play Monday night with the people from Studio 60. Very good. Nice job over there, Chunks. Yeah. Who'd you get for us? Uh, I think I forgot. Matthew <laughs> Perry? No. Mm-hmm. Wait, you, Studio 60. You call him back and tell him we're not interested. It's Studio 60? Uh-oh. Yeah, find out who it is. No, uh, it might be a different show. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, it's okay. just... <laughs> you booked somebody from the original Studio 54. Uh, worried. Um, we did lots of raving back in the day. <laughs> All right, Dub, somebody just sent me this over. Um, lots of men around. I guess Fox 35 did a story on this uh, about tipping. Okay. Not too long ago. Hideout download. The tip, sometimes hard to figure out, maybe because you can't count or you just aren't sure about the type of service you got. But it is your choice, right? Well, a group of servers is pushing for a standard 20% tip tacked right on right, Real fast, this guy, Clell Ramaker, mm-hmm. I think it's his name, the uh, anchor over at Fox 35. Sounds like a porn name. It does, kind of. I, um, I haven't introduced myself to him yet, but we spend a lot of time in the cold drop together. Over at RDV, he <laughs> He works that over there, and we're always in there at the same time. Like, and I always you plan it. I know you. You're just stalking him. It's after Tuesdays and Thursdays when I play basketball, and he happens to be in there, and we just kind of, you know, we exchange pleasantries, sword fight. But I feel like I need to introduce myself. He's a good-looking dude. I mean, whatever. No, no, not at all. You do the goat to him. 
Stop it. <laughs> Hideout download. Your bill. No choice, even for the bad service. First on Fox, Elizabeth Alvarez live to explain what's happening. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi there. Here is what's happening. There's this nonprofit organization. It was started up by a former waiter who is now a restaurant manager in Atlanta. He wants all restaurants to change the tipping system so that a 20% service fee is tacked onto your bill no matter what. Kelly Baker's been a server for eight years. You can make pretty good money at times. You know, everybody's going to suffer from a really bad tip. In Orlando, with so many tourists from out of the country, that happens often. They come in and think that your service has been great. I'll leave you $5 on 100 and then they're going, cheers. <laughs> Baker is like most servers, making 3 bucks an hour plus tips in Winter Park. Now, here's the thing about I thought about, like, European people and people from overseas. I thought the tip was already included uh, in Europe. In a lot of places it is, so they don't know. Yeah, so they're just thinking, wow, you did a great job. It's included, and we're going to throw you an extra five yeah. spot. So I don't think it's you know necessarily anything of being malicious. That's like with me. I thought tip was included. But that's why, no, he didn't. If 20% of nothing is nothing. So I'm throwing a dollar down <laughs> for a free drink or whatever. It's like a kajillion percent more. Hideout download. She can understand why the nonprofit group known as FairTip.org is trying to persuade restaurants to implement an automatic 20% service fee on every check. If it's obligated, I would feel like really bad. Especially after the poor service this patron says she got at one Orlando bar. It was only one person at the bar taking care of us. We waited for like 45 minutes. You know, nobody came to serve us. The Florida restaurant. All right, here's the thing. On the Monster Cruise, everything was an automatic 15% tip. And it helped. You just like, it was great. For every drink, it was 15%. Or, you know, if you got a whole bunch at a time, it was 15% of that. And it helps so much. Uh, and you just sign it off. It's already added in. And I loved it about that. And Lodging Association doesn't think adding a service fee on every check is a good idea either. A spokesperson tells me, after all, it's part of the hospitality industry that a tip be a reflection of the service provided. And if servers know what kind of a tip they're getting, managers say they may be less likely to go out of their way for you. I think that might actually do something, but it does something with the guests as well. When 20% is included, they're less likely to add to that. Most restaurants add gratuity for large parties, even split checks, but that's something that should be stated somewhere in the restaurant, like on the menu. As far as fairtips.org, there are currently 2,500 waiters from across the country that have joined this organization. Reporting live tonight in Winter Park, Elizabeth Alvarez, Fox 35 News at 10. All right, thanks to uh, Fox 35 for that. What do you think, Dubs? Automatic 20%. Um... Here's I mean, the, it's not. It, I I think it should be left up to the the uh, servers to decide that. Normally, I over tip. Me too. So, and that that might hurt them in some ways from some people. But if it's gonna help them in the overall, fine, go do it. I say you go ahead and just throw it in there. I think it helps. I think it would help people overall. I, I could be wrong though. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Matt Albert come over, uh, came over to my place. This last Sunday to watch uh, football, mm-hmm. and uh, all the stuff fell out of his pocket onto uh, onto my couch. And he didn't pick it up; he left most of it there. One of them was a tip. Uh, one, one of them was a uh, receipt with the uh, tip on it. I look at it. 
the guy can't do math because all he wrote was just 15% and let the other person what? figure it out. Yeah. Can you even do that? I don't know. He did. Are you serious? Yes. If I were the server, I would have just filled it in as $15. Oh, easily. Oh. Or 150 Mm. What do you mean he can't do math? Like he can't put I don't down... know. He just he didn't he couldn't figure it out, I guess. I don't know what was going through his head when he did it. But just... that's the only thing I can figure out is that he couldn't figure it out, so he's just like screw I'm putting fifteen percent on there, they'll figure it out. So he had some for like ten bucks he couldn't figure out a buck fifty? Or just decide, hey, I'm gonna put down more, like you know, three dollars. Now we're talking about Matt Albert. Are you sure it wasn't one point five percent tip? <laughs> I've never heard of that before. No, it's the first time I've ever seen it. Wild Hawk in the 407. Uh, yeah, I think Hefe's been like his Canadian roommate there. What? <laughs> <laughs> Canadian restaurant talk from Matt Albert, black. Really? Yes, Canadian in restaurant terms is uh, black. Wow. <laughs> yep. What? Why? A table of Canadians. I thought it was pineapple. Well, well that, that was at my place. That that way, if like you're overheard, you know, talking about the Canadians, you, you know, you're not like talking about the blacks. Are you? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. It's rumored. Right, stereotypically. Matt, all right, hold on two seconds. Matt says he never used his check card before. He just thought that how it. That's how it's done. <laughs> You took a home ec class or something? Didn't you have a daddy? Oh. Oh. Wait. Wait. Yeah, yeah, there is a very... Um, usually if there's a table of, we'll call them Canadians, that come into your restaurant... Just say black people who you call Canadians. Uh, uh, a lot of servers will fight not to get the table... <laughs> of Canadians? Because it... People say that there's a lot more work and you're only getting about 5 to 6% tip. Um, and the, they'll be, the, the Canadians will be nice to you and cool and everything, but you're only going to get about 5 to 6%. I'm going to tell a story right now. All right, my ex uh, went out with uh, the in-laws. Mm-hmm. Fantastic people. They were awesome. Uh, that was the worst part about the divorce, that I lost them. But we went out one time to, like, a Don Pablo's, and it was, like, a $50, you know, mm-hmm. check. And literally they left a 5 and so we got up and we left, and I'm like, I can't. I, honestly, what I was thinking in my mind, I don't want to feed the stereotype. So I walked right back over there and threw down another 10. Did they see you? No. Okay. Without yeah, them you, knowing. You cannot let them see you do that. Without them knowing. And, and here's the thing. Fantastic. Fantastic human beings they are. And I don't know why it is, and I've never, you know, I've grown up with, uh, with black folks all my life, and so I've never really known why... You know why that happens to be, you know, mm-hmm. as far as tipping goes. But you know, I saw it firsthand from people that I didn't expect it from, and I saw it. And I'm like, we all got up, and I'm like, oh, I left my phone uh, at the table. Went back over there and threw down another ten spot for at least a fifteen dollar <laughs> tip. You know, almost qu- trying to over tip as opposed to uh, the under tip to break the stereotype. If you want, when we can get back, I can also tell you about the other groups and like the good one, the good groups to get. That come in in the bad, very bad. Groups. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. A lot of people are going out on a Friday night. Don't forget about the hideout happy hour at the Matador every Friday from five to eight. A lot of fun, hip hop and rock music, uh, board games going on out there. A lot of very cool people, uh, just like you at the Matador on Pine Street. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio one hundred four point one. What? The other night after the show, when you guys uh, shaved off. Hey, the next off, group. Um, the next group we have. Yes, that means shut up. The next group, teenagers. 
They got their mom's money. There's a group of about ten of them. They're slightly underneath uh, the the nerdy guys because they're mm. almost the same. But they're wise and they're funny and they make jokes about you. And they're still not hesitant to call you fat. Um, you got to <laughs> deal with them. And they try and make jokes like, "Hey, dude, what's up, man? Do you like eat lots of chocolate cake?" You're talking <laughs> since their moms pay. That's only about a ten percent tip. So it's getting real down. And it's a lot of work, a lot of cleanup. Next family, and you'd be surprised about this coming from me, and we're almost done. I think i got about two or three more groups. Next family, church people. Christian oh, yeah. people, I hate to say it, the churchgoers on Sunday, they bring in kids. Kids are a lot of cleanup because you need to, to, to take care of their messes, ground crackers. They will not tip on their kids, but the kids make more of a mess. They try, it seems they have this attitude of punishing you if they come in on Sunday that you're not at church and they will either leave a pamphlet telling you how the Lord saves as your tip or about a 7% tip. And that's something that amazes me. They, uh, they think no one should work on Sunday, but they have no problem taking advantage of the places that are open on Sunday. All right, so if you have a kid, how much more should you tip? Oh, geez, that's easily about 25%. Because they, the kids will grind the uh, crackers yeah. into the rug. And it's not us bitching. It's the person who's waiting for that table that has to suffer. Right. You know, so, I mean, it's it's pretty bad. Uh, God, the next one. Now, now's where it starts getting a little interesting. Racial, um, you mean? Foreigners. So we're starting to get, yeah, a little racial. Foreigners. I'm going to say Middle Easterners, allegedly. <laughs> um, awful. They hate you. They don't like you. Anytime you come talk to them, it's a bother. And you're probably talking about 5 to 6% tip. Okay. All right, now, here's the thing. That's why I think it's important, especially like in a place here in Orlando, we get so many out-of-towners and you know a lot of service industry. You have to know people. So do you then, if you have someone like a Middle Eastern guy and you know it's going to suck and it's going to be an awful tip, you purposely, not rude, but you just you give them their space and you're not too concerned with them? Yeah, pretty much. You don't give them any of the specials or anything like that. You say, hey, guys, drinks? Yeah, I'll take this. This is cool. Come back a few minutes later. Ready to order? Do you want some appetizers? Yes, we're ready. Cool. Afterwards, hey, I'll bring you the check unless you want dessert. All right, fine. And that's it. It's basically all six right, so middle, East, middle Easterners, then who? Yep. After that, old people. Uh, old couples are awful. Uh, they're just like kids. They leave the mess. They mm-hmm. drool. They spill their water. Uh, they <laughs> complain just as much. They make you do all the work. And uh, that's talking about a 4 to 6% tip. Yeah. What? Um, oh, yeah. Old yeah. people. And my grandma's the worst. And she's one that every time I go out there, I go back and leave tip. Because for five of us, she'll leave five bucks, one dollar per person. Yep. She thinks that's fine, but when in actuality, it was about eighty bucks for the food. <laughs> so we need to, you know, beef up the tip a little bit. The problem with old people is if there's young people with them, they will not let them leave more, and they will tell you about how you don't deserve more while they're arguing with their family members. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna leave them that much? That's ridiculous. Why would you want to do that? And you have to sit there and just go, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. It is ridiculous. I yeah. can't believe he's leaving me this much. I'll cut out a few groups, and I'll just go to the absolute worst table to get. <laughs> All right. Not me. Not me saying this. <laughs> the worst table to get. As a server? As a server. I'd like a little confirmation for this, too. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to just go by what Chunks is saying with his uh, racial 
Ages Talk, 407-916-1041, Generally, business people are bad. I'm summarizing. Business people are bad. Business women are worse. Uh, Canadian business women are the ultimate dreaded table. Black women. Yes. Black business, business women. Business women in the restaurant industry. Um, they don't, uh, you know, what people have told me, it's just it's not good. People <laughs> will fight over not getting that table. And I've even seen some servers bribe the host or hostess not to give them. <laughs> For black business yes, women? I'm not, not even kidding you. What it is is it just it seems that the attitude seems to be very short, um, a lot of work, a lot of extra sides and orders you may not have, but you know you you need to find. Wow! And it's probably about the rule I go with is five percent or five dollars. Uh, yes, that's that's what it is. No that's, matter here's what the, it is. Here's the reason I have a tough time believing that is because. I was married to a black businesswoman, mm-hmm. and it just it wasn't that way for us. We were always about breaking the stereotypes and over tipping. But again, that's my own personal. I have that one thing to go by. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would say like she's probably a little. I'd say maybe the middle class, not like the the a third a third floor person, like in relation to our building. Not really like up there has anything. To add in the business world, the third floor that is, but you know. Right, so you calling out the one black sales lady we have? No. Right, is that what you're doing over here? No, I'm not. You're racist. Bastard. I'm just telling you me. how it is. I didn't care because look at me. I, you know, I can do whatever. I, uh, I didn't care when the servers used to go number one in the toilet, and make me clean it up. Hmm. Where else are they gonna go? Okay. All right, we have a packed line, a uh, packed uh, phone bank, but we have to take a break. All right, we'll come back. With, I gotta see if people agree with chunks or disagree. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 on a Friday night. Stay tuned for fantasy football picks. Also, the hip-hop news update with the boy P-Docs. Let's go! Are the pictures of uh, the nude photos of Fear Fairy still up on HideoutHeretics.net? I, I looked for them. I couldn't find them. I think there's just still that one incredible ass shot. So you may want to check that out, HideoutHeretics.net. What is your problem, Chunks? 407-916-1041, If you guys want, uh, one of the listeners captured... Whoa, think- there is a nice boob shot. And she's hot on HideoutHeretics.net. Oh, damn. Wow. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to get interrupted. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, one of the listeners um, sent me uh, last night. I guess after she took him off, he thought to capture... She's a, she's a hair chick who really wants to have sex with Chunks, so posted nudies of herself at the end of the show last night. Yeah, and he sent me the two pictures, said, nice t- next time be quicker, douchebag. So oh, I, I'll man. forward them if you want. Please. Well, I got them. There, there are still some very nice ones on HideoutHeretics.net. Let's go to Jesse in the 407. What's up, Jesse? Hi. Um, I work in a restaurant that's very well-known. Mm-hmm. You guys have probably been there more than once. Um, I was, the black businesswomen are the worst tippers. Really? I usually call them Casimos, because it's Casimo barbecue sauce, Casimo A1 sauce, Casimo Coke. Oh, my God. All right, that's a little racist. Thank you. (laughs) Ashley in the forest. Hold on, hold on. Let me me try to digest that for two seconds. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I'm in complete shock, because... The, the stereotype my, must be true. A it. lot of my adult life was spent 
with a black businesswoman, and I never, ever had ever heard of that before. It, uh, you know, when, when this many people are agreeing, there must be something, at least something to it. It's it's like a, a group, though, man. I, mean, I think businesswomen overall yeah. are I, pretty bad. This. Jester Arian says the more thug the Canadian, the better chance for a good tip. Yeah. I, would, I would agree. Man, I ain't never heard of the cast more. Wow. Ashley in the 407. A little ashamed. Hi, Marla. How are you guys doing tonight? What's up? Sweetie. Hey, I love listening to you guys on my way home from work. It's awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. And tonight is the best subject ever. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, actually just got off of work. I'm a server. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm at a pretty well-known corporate chain. Our particular restaurant is attached to a hotel, so I'm able to do the room service calls. Nice. That. And they add a gratuity on there mm-hmm. to guarantee that we make something. And I always get really amused when people call for room service, ask if we put gratuity, and then decide not to do it. And then they order to go instead. And, and then they skip me anyway on uh-huh. to go orders. No one thinks to put to go people. You know, I, it, what's so interesting about all this, and thank you for the phone call, is that I genuinely try to get Like, what are, is there any stereotype about Latin people or Jewish people? I mean, you always hear the oh, thing yeah, about cheap Jewish people. Jewish but. people, uh, forget it. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the five percent or five five dollar. Really? Yep. Five. Just like black businesswomen? Yes. Just, what about what about Latino people? Uh, Latino people, not so much. I mean, that's the surprise. I mean, it's it's usually like a little bit less, but I mean, not that bad. About eighteen percent, about sixteen to eighteen percent. I think it's because we have an appreciation. Pretty good, you know, for yeah. for hard work. Let's go to our uh, old intern, Napier, in the 407. Hey, good to hear from you, Pillow Pants. What's up, buddy? Hey. <laughs> What's up, bro? What's going on, guys? I just think that Chunks was dead on about some stuff, but not on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, That's not Napier. Pants. I should have been able to tell. That <laughs> it guy, sounded like him, actually. That no. guy spoke a little too well to be Napier. Yeah, I was going to say. He wasn't as funny, though. Let's yeah, go to uh, Garrett in the 321. Hey, I just want to say, Chunks is... Dead on with his descriptions, down to the percentage. But the really, really good tippers are people that have worked in the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. And then just one observation about the church people on Sunday mornings. They give 10% of their earnings yearly to God. What the hell makes you what what makes you think that they're gonna leave you even close to ten percent? That yeah. is true too. They just got done tipping a whole lot of church. To something that matters. I never even thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Wow, man, I'm learning something. I'm not gonna, I mean, I felt bad, and I feel bad, and I'm going to try to step it up next week at the Matador for our hideout happy hour. I'm at least dropping a 20, 25. But I didn't know that it was... Yeah, there's a whole, a whole yeah. scale out there. Here's the thing. I've never done service industry. I mean, I worked, like, as a customer service representative at a gym... Yeah, but you aren't. I, you don't rely on tips. That's not how yeah, you make your money. Yeah, I dishwash, but I never have been a a guy that depended on tips. I mean, when I used to deliver pizza, it would. Surprise. Are you now in the bragging part of your story? Yes, I. I uh, people would just tip you like one or two bucks for driving probably five to ten miles. That's why I went the other night and Matt Albert. Had that guy come out who knew the show, loved the show, recognized Matt at our door, and then Matt sent him away with a tip, which wasn't very good as it was, and then said, hey, come back, can I have the change? (laughs) Poor Ed. I was just like, what are you doing? That's why you have to call him and tell him to come back or go drive and give him money. Mm -hmm. 
fat ass. <laughs> Dr. Hitler in the 407. Hey, what's up, Dr. Hitler? What's going on, guys? Hey, first things first, Chunks, if you don't jump on that, I'm personally going to kick you in your groin. Yeah, he's talking about that hot chick on uh, hideoutheretics.net who... I, there's the boob shot, and then there's a nice ass shot on there under the hair chick chat, or hair chick hangout. What else you got, Dr. Hitler? Uh, he was right on with the stereotype stuff. You get a Jew or a Hindu, you might as well pack it in for the end of the night. And uh, some interesting facts about Canadians. Not only do they not tip, uh, they don't swim either. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Dr. Hitler living up to his name. Yes. Wow. Ben in the 772. What do you got, Ben? Ben. Hey, guys, uh... Just wanted to uh, bring up the point about takeout. I get takeout quite a bit, and I never tip a dime on takeout. <sighs> you got to think about all that. Oh, see, I had asked about that once before, right? You, you got to because they do the same amount of work. Basically, they're they're putting together that whole uh, the whole package for you, and you got to tip something. It's actually more. Yeah, it's work. like a drive-through. You don't tip. No, nah, I mean, <laughs> but, but the pay is different for drive-through. I can't see his point. Uh, I they're, they're still paid like uh, servers. I, the usual suspects ask. He, he has arguments. He has, um... It's not usual suspects. It's Reservoir Dogs. What? Jackass. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> nice bad reference. No kidding. Steven Eater. Hold, hold on. Radio Jihad. <laughs> throw that out there for chunks. Steven the 386. What's up, man? Hey, man, I uh, saw a like, sitcom. Your revolutionized tipping way it is. When he sat down, he showed like a pile of cash to the, the waitress and said, here's your potential tip and everything you say adds to it or detracts from it, so... She was doing a good job. I was like, oh, very nice. He's adding dollars in there. And she didn't buy the daily specials. He's like, oh, and he pulled some cash back from her. What so was like, that? What was that sitcom? Razor? It was actually the third rock in the sun. I think I really yeah, watched it, but rock. I just happened to see it. I was like, oh, my God, this guy just revolutionized it. Lots of people with the spring no. in your food, I'm sure. Yeah. Here's one thing that I used to do, and I think you'll remember this one, Happy. I used to uh, order two cab services back in East Lansing, Michigan. And I would tell both of them, I've ordered two of you guys. Whoever gets here first gets my money. I've always thought about, too, like a pizza and you're really, really hungry. Mm -hmm. And be like, if you can have this here in 10 minutes, there's a $20 tip for you. Would that work? I've I've had people do that to me before. It just just takes more time to uh, cook than 10 minutes. But uh, if they do promise me a good tip, it gets out there quicker. And then you give them a two spot. Uh, (laughs) El Cantino says... Um, I want to confirm chunks of stories. I work at a beachside resort in Daytona during the Black College reunion, and there was a group of three quote-unquote Canadians. I've never heard that term before. Oh, my God. One laid down a $20 bill um, for a $55 bill. You know, So mm-hmm. it was like, you know, it was $20 on a $55 um, charge. Mm-hmm. Another quote-unquote Canadian picked it up and threw down a five-spot. <laughs> You know, I'm watching this uh, Survivor, and I'm watching these, and I'm thinking, man, what are we doing to uh, reinforce all these stereotypes? We got to be doing something. We got to, we got to somehow. When you see one of your people doing that, you got to say, hey, look, stop reinforcing. Mm-hmm. Be above. Be the person who, you know, they'll be able to tell their other friends, guess what? The Canadians tip me 50%. Give me another set of Canadians. I'm on a roll. Mm-hmm. How dare you racist guys coming up for that, too. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, do we want to move back, Mark Cinema, or do them next? Uh, we still have a full phone bank if you want to do one more segment Let's on this. Let's tell Mark to we'll move to 815, and we'll take more of these calls in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1.
see me rolling. They hating, patrolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding dirty. Back in the hideout, kick it off hour two on a Friday night, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Be part of the hideout tonight, 407-916-1041. Hideoutheretics.net, fullballonage.com, realradio.fm for real TV. We've struck a nerve in the in the service town. Well, I knew we would. Yeah. I, I kind of feel, I really do feel awful mm-hmm. now, and I'm going to pay a lot more. And let me say this, too. I'm loving the uh, hideout happy hour at the Matador. Yeah. They're such good people, and that is, if you think of the hideout in, like, a bar that would fit the hideout, the Matador is it on Pine Street, and I'm so stoked to have those guys on board. So uh, we'll be looking for that a lot more every Friday night uh, from 5 to 8 with the hideout happy hour. Uh, we'll do this, and then afterwards we get to Mark St. Amant and do our uh, fancy football picks. Perfect. Let's go to our Lister Fiend in the 407. Hey, Lister Fiend. Uh, the thing about Canadians when you're a server on the cruise ship, if you don't feed them enough, they'll just instinctively start jumping over the boat. <laughs> wow. That one may have crossed the line. <laughs> the Amistad reference, yeah. Yeah, that was a bit much. Mm-hmm. Yet I still love uh, Lister Fiend. And how do, uh Hoop it up tomorrow. Yes. Take hoop up to, uh, hoop it up tomorrow because it's gotten cooler. We're moving it back in the afternoon. So for those of you who didn't want to get up early at 11 a.m., uh, Heretic hoop it up on Red Bug Lake Road uh, at one. At one o'clock gives you enough time to sleep in, get up, go get a little exercise, and we go drink afterwards. Let's go to Will in the 863 or during. What's up, Will? Hey guys, uh, I know I don't know if it all of the. Hungry Howie's Pizza Hut places, but I know the one by my house. Mm-hmm. It does like a eight dollar tip automatically. See, I'm, and I'm okay with that. Eight dollar tip automatically. Yeah, they just add the eight dollars onto your bill. I've I think I think it's on a percentage, not uh, automatic eight dollars. But uh, I know there's a lot of uh, places who do do like the delivery charge. We didn't at the pizza place I did, but uh, a lot of people get used to that delivery charge and say they aren't going to tip you, but they don't know half that delivery charge usually goes to the place that uh, is running the place. And not the actual uh, delivery person. So they... Delivery people get screwed, I think, more than servers. Why Why would the company need to take a cut out of it? Because they're losing people. Uh, they're losing help inside mm. for that certain amount of time, so you're paying for them to lose that help. That's the problem. Vicky in the 407. What's up, Vicky? Uh, the uh, the Germans are uh, also bad tippers. Uh, Canadians are really really bad. But one other thing I wanted to say is that the uh, the older black uh, community do tip good usually. If they're over sixty years old, yes. they tip pretty well. Yes. And, but the black women and 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 women in general are bad tippers. Yeah. Why do you all, uh, Vicky? Why do you think that is? You're a woman. I mean, what, what do you think it is about women? I don't know. I just, they just they just don't tip. I mean, I've been they don't earn the money. They don't know they, the meaning of it. Like they, we we owe them something or something out there. You know, you're working hard at the table. You try to please them, and after a while, you just don't want to give them that good of service because you realize that they're going to give you just like one or two bucks a piece if you're if you're lucky. I thank you very much for the phone because it's at some. That's why I'm telling you, you got to break the stereotype. That's I genuinely work as hard as I can to break a stereotype. Damn. That saddens me because then it's like, eventually, you know, if this is all true, then, you know, black folks will complain about service. Mm-hmm. 
it's just like this weird little cycle that yeah. is kind of, and it's not their fault, but then people before have maybe set this up. I wonder if it started with black people. Bear me out, and I don't know if it's because I'm drunk or what. Okay. talk. I wonder if originally with black folks, just like early on, obviously with the racial uh, problems we had in this country and continue to have in this country, very poor service, so like, what's the point of tipping? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking 60s, 70s, 80s, all right? Then it's kind of passed on in the next generation, and where a lot of times people nowadays are not as racist or are more open, they, um, you know, at least in their everyday lives. But there's this thing that's been passed down in the community of people who serve you don't take care of us as well, mm-hmm. so don't tip them as well. And it's just kind of continued on through there and and now now it's to a point where you know the servers are jaded at first it was servers who wouldn't you know provide good service because they were racist mm-hmm. now it's servers who are tired of getting screwed over you know not because, not necessarily because of their racist uh exactly. views but they just you know they got screwed it's, over it's kind and of, and the the older uh, uh servers are telling them all these stories so you know they've already got the seed plant in their head it's kind of like this weird affirmative action thing you know what i mean where white folks now are kind of paying for the bad things that white folks did previously you, you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. where this is kind of whole hot talk connection that I wouldn't have seen if I wasn't drunk. <laughs> Let's go to Benny in the 407. What's up, Benny? Hey, how you doing? What's up? Not much. What you got? Um, them talking about the uh, black folk, white folk thing and mm-hmm. everything like that? Yeah, you're on the air. Okay. How you doing? <laughs> Good. <sighs> yeah, I don't know about that, uh, you know, pres- presuming that uh, white folk, black folk, and all that are ditching tips because of some certain reason. I just think uh, white chicks are getting really plastic lately. What are you talking about? You're so high. You're drunker than me right now. <laughs> Brett in the 407. I, but thanks for wasting two minutes. What's up, Brett? Hey, Brett. Go ahead, Brett. You're on the air. Brett, you are on the air. Right. Phil in the 407. Yeah, I, uh, my patience is out, even though I'm drunk. Phil. Is there something wrong with phones? Now there has to be. Phil. Sean Dizzle. You're What's on the up? air, Sean Dizzle. Uh, right, right yeah, first of all, back to this thing where they're trying to make the 20, add the 20%, that coalition of people, I think that's just a whole bunch of bad servers trying to do that. How about we get rid of the tips and pay these people more money? And then that, and that's going to reflect on the uh, the cost of food, and then people are going to be bitching about that. I mean, it, it's a no-win. Well, I want those time before I let you go. I had a pizza guy deliver a pizza in my house. I was wearing an old hideout shirt that I got from 2006 when Madden came out at Blockbuster. Remember that? Oh, nice. yeah, last year? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The guy saw my shirt. Said, He's probably listening right now. He said, oh, you listen to the hideout. Bam, big tip right there. And if you're listening, buddy, next time you deliver me a pie... 20 bucks for you. Awesome. Wow. You're the man, Sean Dizzle. You know, I've wanted Thank to do you, that, too. I want to give our, because we have so many pizza delivery guys who uh, listen to the show. I mm-hmm. want to outfit them with, like, special hideout gear while they're working to turn people on to the show. You know what I mean? I wouldn't mind that at all. I like think the, we should. Like the breast cancer awareness pin, just like a hideout pin instead. You know the little ribbon? The pink ribbon? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to rip off the breast cancer. Why? Why would you associate the show with cancer? Is that just a thing with you and your art tumor? There's going to be a joke in this. Let's go to Vicky in the 407. Obviously, you didn't find it. Vicky, you're on the air. Hey, I have to call back, and I hate to beat this in the ground, but listen, with even when it is a black 
server, and I've trained many black servers, their own black generation will not tip them right. So I, I just want it to be known that it's, it's, it's a total culture thing. It's not, they are not even tipping their own uh, race. Correct. Wow. All right. Well, I, I mean, I'll take your word for it because I haven't worked in the business. All right. We'll take our last call on this. Rich in the 407. I'd like to. Hey, what's up, guys? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Not much. Great show. Listen, I was a bellhop for 10 years. Oof. And uh, just like you said it, man, if, if the Canadians came off that van and you saw that can, big Canadian flag tag on their luggage, we were like, you know, you take it, dude. I don't want it. Because <laughs> you, you're either going to get stiffed or a $1 tip and a thank you. Uh-huh. That's just the way it is. Or you get the Latino family coming with the Walmart. You know, I'm Latino, man. Hey, you get the Latino family checking in with the Walmart bags and all their clothes in it. You'll <laughs> be like, dude, take it. I don't want it. You know, that's just the way it is. It is a weird thing. All right, thank you, bro. Appreciate yeah, what's with the, the trash bags instead of luggage, too? I don't know why. It's cheaper. It's cheaper and it does the same job, man. Matt went out and spent $40 on uh, luggage. Mm-hmm. He could have spent three fifty nine at Publix. <laughs> And done the exact same thing. There he is. Who? Matt Albert. What? Don't tell Catherine. Uh, oh, it's open door. <laughs> uh, all right, Dubs. Golly, people going back to this Amistad reference. I just can't. I know. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> we got to give it a little break. At some point, it's just going to be uh, too much. And that's going to be according to the community. Hey, we'll come back. We'll do our fantasy football picks, and we'll also talk about the open-door policy and exercising the sports demons. That'll be next in the hideout. If you have fantasy football, we got our uh, our boy, our expert, Mark St. Amant. We'll talk to him in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hour 2 in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Check out footballnh.com. Talk about the show there. Definitely. Love that site. Man, happy I'm in trouble this weekend. Oh, you looking at your fantasy football? Oh, yeah. We also need to uh, to talk about how we've changed the helmet of pain to the helmet of shame. Yeah, there's been a, a few glitches in the system for the helmet of pain, so we are but, changing it over. But stunt, not stunts, but punishments will still be handed out, shameful punishments, as opposed to painful ones. And we'll talk about that more later. But right now, taking your phone calls... If you have a fantasy football and you're trying to win money or for us, you're not trying to get embarrassed, uh, you want to check it out, hideoutheretics.net and uh, realradio.fm, our fantasy football league with those of us on the show, and also one Mr. Drunky the Bear. So um, 407-916-1041, Welcome in our buddy Mark St. Amont, our fantasy football expert. Yes, wrote uh, the, the book Committed, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie, and he has a new book uh, out. Pretty soon, like the 17th, correct, of uh, October? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it is called Just Kick It. Uh, what's going on? How you doing, Mark? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. How you guys doing? Terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible <laughs> what's, what's, with this what's week. The, uh, what's the worry going into the weekend? All right, here's the problem. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson's out for the yep. week uh, off his bye. Uh, yep. Julius Jones is out, so that takes out my two top running backs. Okay. Um, also, I fell into the trading uh, Randy Moss thing just because of this weekend and my uh, running back woes. So uh, I tra- Yeah, Dubs and I had a trade earlier this week. Randy Moss and Ruben Drones, Dubs, sent to me for Chester Taylor and Kevin Curtis. Huh. Well, 
but uh, yeah, you know, I, I actually think Moss is going to come around a little bit. I uh, do they, too, but uh, I, I really needed a running back this weekend. Yeah, no, I hear you, and 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 Chester's been Chester's been really good, and they're just going to keep pounding him like twenty five times a game. So you, you you really won't go go bad with that. And you know? I, my my wide receiver is pretty deep. I have a good wide receiver core, so I, I think I can make it through. Yeah, you know, if if you upgraded in a in a need need position and and you're still deep elsewhere, then then what the hell, you know, the the, the risk is now uh, on on the moss side mm-hmm. and drones too. That guy's been brutal. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, I mean, that's the thing about drones is that I got Sean Alexander, I got Rudy Johnson, exactly. I w- I got Corey Dellen, I got uh, Jarius Norwood. So I figured a Chester Taylor for Ruben Drones. That's only those guys are only going to play normally if I have a bye week. So basically, and, and you more or less traded uh, Chester for Moss and Drones. So exactly. If Moss comes back, then you're good. And and you know, let's 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 not forget that you know they they started off with San Diego and, and Baltimore. And, yep. And don't get me wrong, they are a mess right now. But you know, the bye week they could fix things. Andrew Walter is—he's uh, got much more of a downfield arm than Brooks, and uh, they get a couple of their old linemen back. You know, still not great, but it could improve. All right, so let me give you my uh, my uh, my my lineup I'm doing this week, and tell me how much trouble I'm in. And uh, actually, I have a question too. I, I picked up uh, uh, Ravens. QB, which is basically McNair, McNair on the uh, on the waiver wire, and I'm starting him over uh, our over Bulger. This over week. Bulger, interesting. What do you think of that? Do you think uh, that that's a smart move or? Well, I don't know. You know what? I actually think I'd, I'd go Bulger this weekend. Bulger this weekend over uh, out of Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's it's you know that's going to be a bit of a shootout, and you know what? I I, I realized I said the same thing last week when it was uh, Rams Niners, but with the Cardinals. You know, both defenses, the Rams' defense has improved, but, you know, the Cardinals' defense is just bad enough that they have to keep throwing, So, and they can get it done through the air. So mm-hmm. St. Louis will probably have to catch up. Um, I actually like Bulger this weekend. McNair has been, this This actually could be, you know, another one of those games where they just uh, they run Jamal Lewis, and, uh, you know, Musa Smith is banged up, but they'll, they'll, they'll run Jamal Lewis, Mike Anderson, just to protect the lead because, you know, they'll probably jump out to a lead against Cleveland, and, and he won't need to throw that much, whereas I see Bulger having to throw a lot more. So I, That makes sense. All right, I, Bulger. I just have a couple quick questions. Uh, my third running, uh, my, my third wide receiver position, wide receiver tight end uh, flex position, Yep. I'm starting Vernon Davis this week, but I have on the bench Derek Mason, Kevin Curtis, Nate Burleson, uh, should I, or uh, Derek Mason. Hmm. God, that's tough, too. I would actually, I, I have... Uh, Vernon Davis myself, and I'm feeling a little iffy about him. Um, you know, he's, he's going to be one of those hit-or-miss guys each week. Um, I would actually go for the the guy you know is going to get what whatever McNair does throw is going to go to Mason, you know, and, and mm-hmm. keep as well. But I, I would actually go with Mason. Okay. Yeah, right. over Davis. Davis is he's one of those guys he, he might get you, you know, like in, in week one. You know, he blew up with that, that 30-something-yard touchdown. He looked great doing it, but then he had some drops, and he was – banged up a little bit, you, you, you don't know what's going to happen with him. So, All right, one last quick question. Uh, the Bills D or Jaguars D? Um, Bills D. Bills D. All right, cool. Uh, it's Mark St. Amon, our fantasy football expert in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. That was Team Dubs, or uh, J-Dubs Treehouse. If you have any questions, 407-916-1041. All right, moving on to Team Hefe. I was able to pick up Rex Grossman okay. off the wire. And I'm hoping he will be my uh, Carson Palmer, who I got last year off the wire at about this time. It just, I rode him all the way. Uh, I'm figuring I'm going to go with Grossman over Culpepper and DeLome. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I that 
coming off the week he had, that's not a bad call. But you know, in, in um, I, I've been writing this uh, this blog for this fantasy football blog for NewYorkTimes.com, and, and each week I've recommended Culpepper, thinking that it's going to be the week. And you know, he did a little better last week, but he still kind of screwed me. If there's any week that Culpepper, I, I, you know, I do think it'll be the Ronnie Brown show. But if there's any week that Culpepper gets back together, it's against the. Uh, you know the junior high school uh, Tennessee Titans. Oh, are you kidding um, me? Damn it! I thought I had a good pickup and uh. But but you know what? I, I I would have to say though, stick with Grossman because he's he's absolutely on fire now. Um, Minnesota, you know they're, they're going to be a little tougher than Detroit, obviously. But um, yeah, you know I I I'd, I'd play the Mark. hot hand, go with Grossman until Culpepper proves himself. But don't don't be surprised if Culpepper has a pretty decent game. So. All right, and of course Sean Alexander, Rudy Johnson, no problem there. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks D, uh, sticking with the uh, Chicago kicker. Now my wide receivers, it's an interesting core. On the bench, I have Randy Moss, Terry Glenn, and Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. Because of bye weeks, bye weeks, right. and Steve Smith is still questionable game time, and I just don't want to chance it. Yeah, when do you have to set your lineup Friday tonight? No, I don't have to set no. it until Sunday. Oh, game time, okay. Yeah, but um, I think noon. I think uh, noon it shuts down. Yeah. Well, who, who are your other options? Well, starting Reggie Wayne, Javon Walker, and this week I'm gonna have to throw in uh, Algie Crumpler. Yeah, you know, I I I think that's the right call. Um, you know, you can obviously wait wait until game time. E- even if even if Smith does start, you never know what uh, how limited he's going to be. And you know, he's he's coming off coming off those injuries. He hasn't played in two weeks. Um, you know, I, I actually uh, in that that New York Times thing I was talking about, I, I recommended Walker pretty pretty highly because uh, I'm actually going to that game, and it's going to be the one thing that is probably going to hurt all night is watching Walker school the uh, you know the, the Patriots have. A good secondary, but uh, they're kind of small, and, and Walker, um, you know, Walker can kind of push him around a little bit. I, th- I think Walker has a great game this week. All right, and I did not know about this. I wish we had known about this. You're writing a uh, fantasy football blog for the NewYorkTimes.com. Yeah, I just started that a couple weeks ago. Nice. Um, it's on uh, if you go to NewYorkTimes.com and go to their sports page and NFL, you see there's like a bunch of different people they've kind of hauled in to write on just sort of random fantasy stuff and give picks and just talk about sort of the general lifestyle and we're just here's how we're going to term it so it makes the show sound better uh, Mark Saint-Amant from the New York Times. Uh, fantasy <laughs> that, that football. That makes it sound far more impressive than I actually. I think that's what we're going to yeah. roll with from now on. Uh, 407-916-1041. If you want to talk to somebody from the New York Times about your fantasy football <laughs> here in the hideout, a little exclusive in Central Florida. Let's go to Simmons. Hello. What's up, Simmons? Yeah. It's time to go over my shambles of a team. All right, Mark? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, bring it on. Mark. <laughs> you there? Yes, I am. Way off the hookah. Okay, Mark. <laughs> this, is who, this is why I need for a uh, running back. I need two starters: Edron James, Warwick Dunn, Brian Westbrook, Jamal Lewis. That's pretty much all I got. Good Lord, what are you? Sixteen leagues. I need. Uh, I need see. two starters out of there. Edge. I would definitely start Edge. I would definitely start uh, Warwick Dunn. I mean, he's you know the, the Saints. The Saints have sort of a, a sneaky good rush defense, but Dunn is still the NFL's leading rusher right now. Um, okay. You can only start my... two of them. Here's my receivers. Uh, Chris Chambers, Roy Williams, Rod Smith, Tony Gonzalez, TJ Hushamzada, or Eric friggin' Move. I need uh, to start three. The first two you mentioned. Oh, you start You start three. Yeah, yeah start Ch- three. Chambers, Williams, and uh, I would go Rod Smith, believe it or not. I think uh, Denver is going to 
get it back together a little bit on the passing game against the Pats. So. Do you watch football at all? Come on, I work for the New York Times. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. They're real reputable. All right, shut up, Matt. What do you want? <laughs> He's gone. All right, good. Get rid of him. nothing. Calling from right. the back office. Uh, like crystal meth back there, by any chance? <laughs> uh, no, it's just food. It's just okay. the uh, cholesterol that makes him angry. Mm-hmm. Pumping through his veins. Uh, all right, our buddy Pedro wants to know about Brian Westbrook. Is he going to have a big weekend this weekend? Well, if if uh, if the knee holds up, you know he's um, he uh, he missed practice Wednesday, Thursday, and you know the knee's a little gimpy. But you know definitely check uh, you know check check the, uh, the the reports on Sunday to see what's going on with him. Um, but uh, you know if he's if he's in, he's going to keep rolling. The the Eagles have been have been you know they got the number one offensive league right now. So even if he's if he's Questionable, and you know, unless you unless you have two other pretty kick-ass options, um, I would I would definitely roll the dice with with uh, Westbrook. I, I think it should be fine against the against uh, the Niners. All right, very good, Tommy uh, Bateman. You have any questions about yours? Yeah, for my second running back position, should I start Amon Green or Fred Taylor or Thomas Jones? Ooh, you had to throw the. I was gonna jump all over Taylor, but then you threw Thomas Jones in there. Um, I just worry because Taylor's going against Indianapolis. Yeah, but you know what? There, the if you if you want to beat the Colts, you got to keep Peyton and that gang off the field, and and they're gonna they're gonna be trying to run the ball as much as possible. I, I, those three, I'd actually go with uh, go with Taylor. Okay, and if Lavernius Coles doesn't play, is Antonio Bryant worth starting? Yeah, I think Antonio Bryant's worth starting. Um, you know, as as a, a flex or you know number two receiver every week right right about now. You know, again, play the hot hand. And the Eagles actually um, don't have that great a pass defense. So uh, I think uh, for Bryant, you're looking at you know likely another 100 yard game. So mm, excellent. All right. All right, one more uh, call for you, Mark, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go. We'll wrap it. Mark St. Amon, our fantasy football expert, wrote a fantastic book, uh, Committed Confessions of Fantasy Football Junkie, and he's also doing a uh, fantasy football blog on uh, the NewYorkTimes.com, or NewYorkTimes.com. Mike yeah. in the 407. Cool, cool, big fan, big fan. Hey, quick question. Do you Can you tell me if any of the Jacksonville Jaguar players are going to give chunks of Cherry Dane? Oh, the right. <laughs> That's the thing about chunks and yes, his sexual preferences. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mark St. Amont. We'll look for the blog on the uh, on uh, NewYorkTimes.com. And, and I'm uh, waiting for the book to come out. Just kick it. Yeah, it's coming. You know what? I'm gonna, um, I, got, I got the address from Bateman. I'm going to send a couple. I just got my copies today, so I'm going to send uh, a bunch of copies. You excited? Yes. What's that? You, you stoked about it coming out? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's been uh, you know it was a long it was a long process, but it's been uh, it's been great. I'm really happy with how it turned out. So should uh, hopefully people get a kick out of it. So very cool. good. Yeah. All right, Mark. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, guys. See you. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. For my fairy. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Uh, don't forget about the Open Door, sponsored by Taco Bell. Come on up tonight. Uh, exercise your sports demons. Yes. All right, let's talk about this, Dubs. What exactly have you decided to do uh, during the Open Door tonight? What I have uh, decided to do, and I posted uh, info about it on hideoutheretics.net. Go check that uh, site out. Um, 
Come up tonight, 10 o'clock, open door policy. We'll be holding a little uh, bonfire type thing where you can bring up some of your sports memorabilia of your your failed team and uh, throw it in the fire, and we're going to try to kind of exercise the demons of whatever your favorite sports team is. Uh, I've had way too many losing seasons, and starting off 0-2 this year, I can't handle it. I need help. I even saw two... Uh, we played video a while back of um, some people in Michigan mm-hmm. having a whole scarecrow of you know dressed up as Joey Harrington and lighting that on fire in their backyard. It's my understanding someone from uh, the team's going to come over, also a huge Lions fan. They're going to burn their stuff as well. Awesome, and also uh, um, Heretic. Jeez, uh, uh, he's like one of the best ones, uh, Elros. Elros, uh... Wow, I don't want to forget who I'm nominated for president. Seriously, I'm sick today. Elros came up today and uh, dropped off some uh, magic stuff. To exercise the magic demons? Mm-hmm. I have brought in a number four Michael Finley Dallas Mavericks jersey. Wonderful. Um, I Before it gets started, I want to exercise the demons of the 2006 uh, NBA playoffs. And so I, it doesn't carry over? I just want to go ahead and nip it in the bud before it starts. Now, uh, I, I'm wondering if, uh, if uh, Simmons over there is going to bring up any, any Redskins stuff. I don't think he actually has any. I think he's a big fan that doesn't have any, though. If you don't have something, you make something. You know, if I wish you had told me. I used to work for the Washington Redskins radio network. I have all kinds of skin stuff that I'd never wear as a Cowboys fan that I could, easily could have burned for him. Can you yeah. bring in, like, a lifetime of a broken heart for each season his team <laughs> has lost? Why don't you uh, just run up and down the uh, the stairs and burn some calories, <laughs> and we'll call it a day. Now, Dubs, do you want to limit this just to sports stuff, or do you want to exercise I mean, any demons? If you want to, that's fine. Uh, I, I, I created this for sports demons, but what else did you have in mind? Well, I mean, bad relationships. Okay. I mean, we're already going to have the little bonfire going. I'll throw my chicken. Sure. If you, uh, that's great to say on your five-year anniversary. I know. <laughs> um, that's love talking. But, you know, if you have, like, old pictures or I'd love for Simper Bry for him to bring up anything that reminded him of his ex, Drunkatron. Bring that up here and just burn it downstairs when we're uh, in the parking lot. Chunks, you didn't bring anything from the Giants or the Knicks? I know that the Yankees are doing great. Well, here's the thing with the Knicks. Uh, I guess when I moved down here, I was already thinking bonfire-ish, and I, I threw everything out. Of New York Knicks that you have? Yeah, I was so pissed while moving, because that's right around when we came here. It was toward the end of the basketball season, mm-hmm. and uh, I just said, no, not going to need it. Now, this is what L. Russ wrote over. Here are some of my uh, Steve Francis home and away jerseys. Please burn these tonight and help exercise the demons of the worst, crossed out, second worst, crossed out, third worst, uh, one of the worst moves that w- that the Magic have ever made. Thanks, L. Ross. Uh, absolutely. You know, and that's what it's all about. If you get anything and your sports team sucks and you feel like you want to uh, exercise those demons, do it up here tonight. So you're bar- you're burning your Harrington jersey? Yes. Even though, mark my words, before the end of the year, he'll be starting for the, uh, the Dolphins. I mean, it doesn't, no, it doesn't matter to you. I hope he does well. Just to prove that it's not the people that they have there, it's the damn management. Why would you want it to be uh, that? Because we can change that management over there. We don't have to have Matt damn Millen up there. Ah, I see. You almost cursed. 
I know. You're so angry. When I it, hate that bastard. <laughs> I really do. I'm trying to think of what else I would burn. I mean, I got this Mavericks jersey to exercise. Where's a hat on top of his head like a retard, straight bill? Oh, man, I wish I'd thought about it. We could have exercised some of our radio demons from the past. Just maybe some old tapes or T-shirts mm-hmm. from, like, Lansing and D.C. <laughs> that could have been a I, lot of fun. I don't think I have any more uh, previous shirts. Oh, I do. I wear. I, they're my lounging shirts. I think I have one JFK shirt. Yeah, they weren't real big on swag, were they? No. Remember the uh, the one hideout shirts we did get? Oh, they were hideous. Oh, the black mark. Yeah, there's just a big black blotch on the back. Oh, that's your logo. <laughs> it is. Really? I, uh, it's news to me. <laughs> we gave these out at a uh, remote, and I, I thought the re- remote went painfully bad. And I walk outside, and there's just one of our shirts laying in the gutter. Oh, and really? I'm like, oh, there's a microcosm for the night. Thank you very much. Actually, that was at uh, one of the. Coyote Uglies that went... No, that that was the Coyote Ugly that went bad. The second one? Yeah. Oh, I don't even remember that one. I'll be honest. I got there was one. There was one that went real bad. Oh. Remember where there was no monitors at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, and... that's what it was, because they had some old guy that they farmed out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Pedro says, Chunk should throw his genitalia in the bonfire since he's not going to use it. <laughs> and bang Fear Fairies post- posting nudies on uh, hideoutheretics.net. Oh boy, oh boy. Not falling for it, Dark Stain Sword. I have a uh, a link here. Oh my god, Bill O'Reilly commits suicide. I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna click this. Nope. Meatspin.com, not clicking it. You know Good that try. That wouldn't have been a bad idea if we brought up some uh I'm not gonna the Tigers are actually doing well this year. Why'd I burn a tiger shirt? Whose shirt is that for the Tigers? That's mine. That guy Stainy and I left up here. Let's burn it. You don't want it, do you? I like that shirt, but that, there's no way those uh, stains are coming out. We can burn that, too. Well, I think they just gave up the Central Division lead. Okay, we'll burn it. Maybe they can do something. Be somebody. I'm excited, man. I'm hoping this works. Have you ever done anything like this before? In burning stuff? Have you ever done it before? No, I've never gone this far as to uh, burning something I paid for. That's <laughs> true. I didn't even think of it that way. All right, I'm out. No, you got to. Damn. Holden, the 407. What's up, Holden? Hey, what is this, a new program where you're going to exercise something every week? <laughs> a new what? A workout program. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. This is what it is. We're just going to go downstairs and uh, dance around the bonfire and burn calories. Mm-hmm. Doing jumping jacks and squat thrusts. I tell you what, though, man, if it works. Here's the, here's the crappy thing, though. I'm throwing in with my same, like, the same group of losers as you. So for my Mavericks to do well, I guess the Lions have to do well? Well, I, I'm i not guaranteeing it's going to work for everybody, but there's a chance. And damn it, we'll do anything for a chance at this point. It's that bad for you, huh? Oh, God. All right, we'll do that. It's a hideout row radio, 104.1. Friday night in the hideout. Bring 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 Real Radio 104.1, 407916 1041 and uh, Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phones. Christmas rights over. I say you th- uh, burn Tyrone and release the demons of uh, Hefe's lost masculinity.
uh, how am I somehow less of a man because I have a precious little kitten at home? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's the terms precious and kitten that... And now you're cleaning your own self with your tongue. I'm telling you, man. Cat's got it down. What? It's easy. Just licking yourself. Well, why do you tell your cat to lick itself sometimes? It doesn't stink. It smells like a turd half the time. Seriously, leave it out of it. It's only months old. There's no reason. Hey, you see that? I guess President Clinton is pissed. Did you see? I don't want to get too much into politics, but I guess he goes ranting and raving about uh, the right wing and like about Osama. Really? Yeah. Hideout download. Meantime, Osama bin Laden, enemy number one in the war on terror, is on the mind of former President Bill Clinton, who is speaking out angrily about criticism that his administration did not catch or kill the al-Qaeda leader. He said the same people who accuse him now of doing too little once accused him of focusing too much on bin Laden. He spoke with Fox News Sunday's Chris Wallace, who asked Mr. Clinton if he'd done enough to get bin Laden. At least I tried. That's the difference in me and some, including all the right-wingers that are attacking me now. They ridiculed me for trying. They had eight months to try. They did not try. I tried. So I tried and failed. You can see more of that interview. You got to see him too. He's like up in Red the interview. Faced. No, he's like up in the interviewer's face, pointing at him. This has been festering at him. I guarantee it. You got to check this out on YouTube. There's a guy who actually cares about you know what he's doing. Yeah. Have you seen that President Bush's uh, approval ratings have gone up? Really? Why? Well, uh, because he found Osama. No, he didn't. Hmm. Because uh, he real rebuilt Iraq? No. Nothing's happened. There has to be a reason. <laughs> there is no reason. There has to be a reason why this president's approval ratings have gone up. I know. He kept our jobs from going overseas to India. Mm-hmm. Have you ever called Dell? <sighs> he saved Steve Irwin's life. <laughs> that's why his nope. pre- that's why the approval ratings have gone up. He uh He's a Teflon president, not the Teflon heart. I remember what it was. Hmm. Oh, listen, as a liberal, sometimes you uh you know, you devalue what the president does. Um he caught John Bonet's killer. No, we thought we did, but it wasn't any of his doing, and that wasn't the killer. Cured an AIDS baby? Nope. I would, uh, I would guess he would eat one before cure one. Okay, but his numbers have rebounded to 44%, according to the USA Today and Gallup poll. He produced Madden 2006. That's what George W. Bush did to have his approval ratings go up. He did no such thing, or I wouldn't play it. Then why the hell did the approve? Why are they up? What happened? Oh, because the Redskins are winning. Actually, I don't think they are. They're nope, too. Nope. <laughs> I'm getting Simmons flipping me off. Texas Rangers making the playoffs? Oh, no, that's not happening. It was like Oakland. What could it be? Seriously, what is it? You have any idea? There's no... I haven't seen him do anything lately. I mean, he did his uh, little speech for 9-11. Maybe that brought all the, the good feelings of him standing on top and uh, giving us signs of hope. I that, That's the only thing I can see, legitimately. Is it because gas prices have gone down? That could do it, too. 
But they, they aren't down to any point of uh, being great, you know? All right, let me ask you then. The gas prices have raped us essentially for months. Mm-hmm. If not years, a little bit. Yeah. Considering where they were before. All right. Again, we're on the American scale, not necessarily the overseas the scale. scale. Yeah. Yeah. So, why wouldn't you then blame him for that? And does he really have that much pull? Because nothing's different. Mm-mm. So it's election year, like politics. The the gas price is going down. It has to have the. Yeah. David in the four hundred seven. Yeah, David. How are you? All right. What do you got? Okay. You don't know why his ratings have went up? No. <laughs> the gas prices went down. They said it on Fox News. Ah, Fox News. Yes. So then why aren't we blaming him when they go up? And if the president can manipulate gas prices... I didn't think he had anything to do with that. It's not like he's in the business. I know, with uh, with, uh, with uh, bringing him down, though. Of course he didn't. Or did he? And that's why the approval rating has shot up. It's all Israel's fault. According to Mel Gibson, who's screening our phone calls, mm-hmm. I guess so. And let me ask you, is it really because there have been no attacks since 9-11? Because there really weren't any attacks on the U.S. in between the World Trade Center in 93 and the World Trade Center in 2001. And as you heard Clinton say, he tried. He was looking. I'm just wondering why they're up. Yeah, they they really. I mean, the gas prices is like the only feasible thing, and like 9/11. I think those two combined. Well, what did he do? He he talked. The people saw him on TV. They like what they see on TV. He went around like, yelling hey. at people. Are you kidding me? Are we that stupid? Let's go to Chris in the 386. What's up, Chris? I'll be landing into his house, yo. What you got? I'm not black, but I tried. <laughs> hey, check it out. I know why. Why? There's no hurricanes. No Katrina's killing everybody and uh, wiping out oil I, dikes. That's true. Uh, maybe it is because he stopped. President Bush single-handedly stopped all the hurricanes this season. With his big presidential hand? I'm just wondering what it is. Oh, and by the way, for all you... Uh, Nuts saying that global warming is going on. The uh, the temperature of the ocean is down. What do you have to say about that? Actually, it's been one of the hottest years on record. But the uh, temperature of the ocean is down. And no, it hasn't. No, it's been it, a pretty no, mild. No, it actually it has been. They they've set uh, there have been uh, records as far as temperatures go. I don't know where you're getting your stats, Michael Moore. Weather.com are they biased? I think so. What? Since when? Since when did weather.com have a uh, political leaning? And that's what people on your side side would say. What? I'm lost now. Somehow you got me turned around in your flip-flops. Anti-Matt. Anti-Matt, you're in the hideout. I know why that guy's approval rating's up. Why is that? They got those two fags across the street fired. Oh, no, wait. That's going to be me. Uh. (laughs) By the way... (laughs) I guess the show across the street does this real new innovative thing called uh, unscreened phone calls. Mm-hmm. Wow. I had a way to break the mold in radio. Uh, well, I don't know how long they're going to keep that going. No, apparently they've stopped. It's all live, though, right? The, I guess the heretics gave them so much crap during their innovative segment of unscreened phone calls and open phones 
that um, they now record the calls and still pretend like it's live. They're screwed. So, scary innovations happening across the street. From the days of Marconi, <laughs> unscreened phone calls. They're making him proud. Daddy Marconi's proud right now. I guess so. I would right, we'll take a break, come back. Hour 3, Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Kicking off hour three, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 on a Friday night. I want to thank uh, the Matador for the yeah. Hideout Happy Hour. Matador Pine Street, fantastic. Little chill bar where we hang out and do a fantastic lot of fun people. stuff. people. Good peoples. Good peoples over there. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I went over to... Uh, I bought some board games. Like yeah. Operation, Battleship, Connect Four, Chess, Checkers. Um, just to play out there during the hideout happy hour. It's a lot of fun. It's fun. And I had to go to Walmart this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Christ almighty. It was like 2 o'clock. Packed. With a whole... Just like... Because I figured Walmart would be the cheapest place to go get some board games. Oh, people. Uh, the dregs of the 436 area. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just congregating, almost tailgating on a Friday afternoon. It's odd the crowd you get around around there. Well, dude, so check this out. So, I guess Walmart's doing this thing where they're selling prescription drugs for like four bucks or something. Yeah. Ooh, right. Where? Generic, uh... Generic drugs, yep. Mm, hydrocodone. But then I'm seeing that there was this big deal about some people going in there, like three black guys dressed up as trannies, <laughs> writing bad checks. And it's like it's not only like these you know, these these brothers that were doing mm-hmm. this, but they're having a real problem with people coming in there and stealing merchandise. Like all sorts of merchandise. So what has ended up happening is they're taking a little thing of out of out of Britain. Now you've been around where they got these cameras. They've have uh, cameras like at street corners. Yeah. Some of them are to keep you from speeding. I remember I got a ticket from one of these once. I did too. Well, it was a warning. Oh, I got an actual seventy-five dollar ticket. Mine was a warning for the first time. But uh, in Britain, they've got them all over to not only stop people from speeding, but, you know, not a whole bunch of people drive, but I guess the fights that break out. So, yeah, you haven't heard about this? No, I didn't know that they uh, they used them for that, too. Well, they actually, like, yell things. The cameras now talk to you if you're over there and you're doing something inappropriate and Big Brother's on the other side to shout to you. So Walmart has decided... This actually seems like a pretty good idea. We're paying minimum wage to someone in a you know a blue vest. Mm-hmm. Why not have them set up stairs? Watch over a bigger area. Yeah. And if they see somebody stealing things, they can yell at them. Okay. Now, I guess this happened over at uh the Super Walmart on 436. I got a little audio from it. Put the Tweety Bird.
down. So people, I guess, are going in and getting their favorite, you know, Walmart Looney Tune. Yeah, they're Looney. They're, but it's not even that. It's uh, stuffing them and taking them. Excuse me, sir. Yes, take the mesh number three hat out of your Wranglers. So, Thank you. All right. So it's not even. You can't even. Uh, no, you can't steal. Well, not only that, why can't you pay? In the loving memory of uh, Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to... I'm sure some of that money goes to the family. But it's weird because they're stealing, like, the weirdest things. Hey there. Yeah, you. If you knew how to use the internet, you'd be able to download Ernest Goes to Jail. But put that DVD down. Because they have these bins. Oh, yeah. These huge bins for, like, six bucks of the classics, like Ernest Goes to Jail. If I ever saw Ernest Goes to Jail there, I would buy it. Not, without a doubt. Any Ernest movie. I'm a sucker for Ernest. You know I'm, what more, mean, I'm more about... <laughs> did I ever no. tell... Did, did you have Brahms in Michigan? Brahms, no. Brahms is a kind of a burger joint, but it also, too, is really known for its ice cream and its dairy stuff. Mm-hmm. We had him in Texas. And he used to do the commercials for Brahms. And it's so funny because behind every counter at Brahms, it's almost like they had a quota of at least two special needs people working behind the counter. I, like, no lie. It was at least two. One cooking, one taking your order. And the rest of the people just standing around watching as entertainment as these people try to take your order. That sounds like the greatest thing ever. It was, dude, it was fantastic ice cream and burgers. Oh, I'm sure. The drool adds flavor. Does it? Oh, yeah. But now that Walmart has this, uh, you know... These, these speakers mm-hmm. and these cameras that talk to you when you're trying to steal stuff. Drop that, sir. You know you cannot afford it. Just plain and simple. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask you to remove that carton of Winston's from your... I'm going to beep it? Getting a little racy over there. Well, you know, they're shock jocking at Walmart. You're a rapist. You're in the hideout. Yes. We had this brand new cutting-edge idea. Are you ready for this? We're going to get over on you now. We're going to let our fans come in the studio while we're on the radio. Uh, we do top, that. Top, top that, suckers. No, we, we started. We yeah, did that. We started that one. That's ours. Take the floss out of your pocket, Jack-o'-lantern. And now it seems like they're getting mean at Walmart mm-hmm. when you're stealing stuff. I mean, well, you're kind of anonymous while you're doing it. There's no face there. What's you can't the, fight back. What's with the name calling? I would do it. Why not? Uh, I'm going to have to ask you to take that fishing lure out of your frayed jean shorts. Please remove the fishing lure from your frayed jean shorts. Who steals fishing lures? It's still stuck there from the afternoon. This is a weird one, though. Right, weird thing about Florida, real quick. Have you seen more people fishing on the side of the road than when you're in Florida? <laughs> I see people pulled over all the time fishing. It's weird on 528, like we're headed out to Cocoa and stuff, mm-hmm. and you see it, and you're just like, wow. Um, too afraid of getting hit by a semi or a car <laughs> just flying by at 70 miles an hour? Nah, that's okay. Changing the channel or something? So, this was weird. This one was actually taken from a while back. This is in the archives in their very first test project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walmart and the cameras that can shout at you not to break any laws. Excuse me, uh, j uh, please don't touch that kid. j please refrain from touching that kid. I never heard that warning. 
Of course not. You're too busy pulling your pants up and running huh? out of the bathroom. Seamus in the 407. What's up, Seamus? Hey, I know you're talking about Walmart, but, man, I love me some Brahms. I grew up in Oklahoma. I love that place. All right. So, now, I'm right. Now, I don't know if they had it in Oklahoma, the uh, two-tard a rule uh, for behind the counter. <laughs> but it really was. It was one of the weirdest things where there were always special needs people back there serving yeah, you. Best burgers in the world, man. Fantastic. I knew you and I had a connection. Do you remember Ernest doing the commercials for Brahms? Yeah, I sure do. I sure do. Yeah. Right. I get... funny as hell. All right. Thank you, Shane. We'll see you, uh, brother. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about Ernest here. It always bums me out when an artist sells out to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Some of that reputation going and doing Brahms commercials. It's terrible. What was that guy's name? Um, Did we just talk about this like two weeks ago? <laughs> no, I don't think so. What was his... Re- Vern, wasn't it? No. no. It no. was... Uh, damn it. <sighs> I can't remember the cat's name for, uh, for the life of me. Ernest. Let's go to Moby. What's up, Moby? Hey, we, we're going to have a guy go on rants all the time, but I think the hideout already did it. Radio Jihad. I understand what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, but we moved on. Jim Varney. Jim there Varney, yes. Son of a bitch, there it is. I don't remember talking about that, because I would have, unless that was one of those nights that I uh, was bleeding out and had to go home. How you holding up, Dubs? I know last night you had to go home early. Because um, you were tired. I wasn't tired. I'm I thought he quit. I was sure of it. Um, about it. I didn't even notice he left until the end of the show. When to do Why the are you promo. being mean? I'm never mean to you when you do that. Like, wow, Pedro's in here. We're having a good night. Dan in the 407. What's up, Dan? Hey, buddy. What you got? There's no better tasting fish than a fish out of a retention pot on the 417 at Lee Vista Boulevard, buddy. <laughs> are, you, are you serious? <laughs> has to oh, be my joking. God. That is the best tasting fish you ever have. All right, well, now i got to go to I a retention my, pond. I bring my Coleman uh, grill. <laughs> Catch them, fillet them right there, throw them on there, and grill them up. <laughs> you're, now you're running a bet. Yeah, you're lying to me. There's no way. That can't be real. You think we got any fish on here at the retention pond? Retention ponds here, the uh, none are edible. I'm sure we have some that glow in the dark out there. Oh yeah, because the pond glows in the dark. Yeah, we're ta- we're talking about where to do this uh, big burning thing. And uh, Chunks thought right by the pond would be the perfect thing no, to burn these jerseys. No, that thing will go up. And that's what I said. I said it'll look like Jericho out there. You'll be out there. You'll see a big fireball pop in the air. Oh, yeah. Th- yeah, there's no doubt. It will go up in flames. Uh, we can't do that. Where are we going to do it? I say right here in the studio. No, we can't do it in the studio. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Here's what was interesting about you being sick. What? So I got like three emails from Catherine wondering if you were going to be okay. Yet well, here she, knows, I am, she knows my value. Here I am, uh, probably finding out that I'm going to have ass can that I have ass cancer on Monday with my colonoscopy. She needs to protect the franchise. Never a question. You're the franchise. Yes. Whew. That explains a lot. I'm going to just sit here and reevaluate my career if you're the franchise. Failure, failure, failure. Just going through. You're just so mean. Michigan, D.C., Florida. Failure, failure, failure. Now I know what the common denomination is. Denominator, you. You were there, too? Yeah, but I'm good. What? (laughs) I'm what they call the bus driver. 
So I keep it together. You, on the other hand... Yeah, you keep on crashing the trees. <laughs> Justin in the 407. What's up, Johnson? Yo, what's going on, man? What do you got? Hey, uh, I have fished that particular retention pond. There's four of them right there. No, there's three of them right there uh, by your, your <laughs> station. Are you kidding me? And, uh, I've, I've caught fish. I haven't eaten them, but I've caught fish. There are fish in there. Do they have legs? I could only assume how, like, <laughs> the mutations. It's a Darwin fish. Yeah. They're regular fish, dude. It's just little bass. They don't have any big fish. I mean, they're really, really small retention ponds. Yeah, I but, understand yeah, that. I, I ha- What's up? I was just saying, but that those ponds are so littered with antifreeze and oil. I have, a like, a 12-foot John boat that I've actually been in those little teeny tiny ponds. Jesus Christ. Pushed around and swam and fucking caught shit. Oh, Jesus. Right, right. <laughs> that was a that was a twofer. Yeah, and it's Friday. Well, I understand. Mm-hmm. It's worked up over the fish. Why wouldn't you be? By the way, Monster Ween coming up. Uh, you can get your tickets now. Sun on the Beach, located in the Old Town, uh, part of Kissimmee. We will be broadcasting live. There will be a bukini contest, a performance by the monsters, uh, presented by Budweiser. You can call and get your tickets. Tickets only twenty bucks. 407-408-4466. 407-408-4466. Four zero eight forty four sixty six real radio dot fm type keyword monster ween it's a hideout row radio one hundred four point one I'd bend over for my fairy Romeo Romeo where's your feces Romeo your mother is a dirty dirty whore welcome back to the hideout where's your feces Romeo Chillax. Uh, it's Friday night in the hideout. Open door policy in 45 minutes to come up, hang out. Open door exercising, burning the, uh, exercising the, you know, the demons, sports demons or relationship demons. I, you know, I was wondering, where's our, uh, where's our boy Pedox for the hip hop news update? So I just called him during the break. He's like, oh, Chunks didn't tell you? No, he didn't. Hmm. He got caught up with something uh, at the gig, so he, he wasn't able to uh, come in and do the hip-hop update. Was it a blonde with big boobs? <laughs> I'm hoping for him. Yeah. I, I, that would not bother me at all. No, not in one bit. I would only one reason. Because it's not you getting the blonde with big boobs? Yeah, we'll go with that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, because we need the, him to you do You racist. Hip- no, hip-hop update. I wanted to hear it. <laughs> Jessica, 386. What's up, Jessica? Most disturbing place I've ever seen someone fishing. Right off the side of the road by the St. John's River Bridge and that nuclear power plant, <laughs> you know those fish have to have, like, arms or something. Oh. Yeah, all right, I wouldn't even... Am- you got to be desperate at that point. Somebody was telling me on the Instant Messenger, it's because you need a license to uh, saltwater fish. Uh, it's so you don't need it, and you can just pull over on the side of the road and do it there. I, I, I'm not, you know, ripping on it. I just, I've never seen that much of it. I've seen it before, just not... At the uh, rate I've seen it out here. So, Dubs, you've been uh, in your relationship for five years. Five. What are y'all doing this weekend? Anything big? I don't know yet. Then no, because you obviously haven't taken the time to plan out anything. No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> You're not getting together a nice little scrapbook of all your memories from the last five years? Ha! <laughs> no. Wow. I don't want to be depressed I, all weekend. I thought I thought for sure you'd be that guy who would put together a nice little scrapbook and say, "Oh, remember this time, and remember this, and also there was this." But you're not doing it, huh? No. Damn, dude. 
do you? I don't want to get too personal. Can I? Go ahead. Does uh does your chick satisfy you sexually? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's gonna be a big fat no. Well, I mean, you know, there's always that. Uh, I mean, it's been five sli- years. There's always that sliding scale as it goes down, as the as the years go on. You know, it, it's not as frequent as it once was. You know, it's more basic than it once was. All right, that is actually one of the five mistakes women make in bed. That they only seem to like sex in the beginning. And once the relationship is serious, they lose interest. Without a doubt, I would say that's true. All right, we got all kinds of prizes. Uh, Doug Stanhope at the back booth uh, coming up next Saturday night. Also, uh, tickets for UCF versus Southern Miss to do action sports tour. What do you think the other four mistakes women commonly make in bed are? 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. That's a big one. Because right now, I'm in that, you know, with you know, that year range with my chick, and it's it's uh, it's great. It's fantastic every time. Let's ask our buddy P-Dox. Oh, what's going on, P-Dox? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's man? up, bro? I just wanted to, wanted to call in and, and give a warm apology to all the oh. fans out there that wanted to hear the hip-hop updates tonight. Oh, Not a worry, but... Yeah, I, Chunks just genuinely didn't tell me. Uh, that you weren't going to be in. I was looking forward to it, and there was no, especially because over at the Matador with our uh, with our uh, happy hour, we do a rock hip hop kind of mix of music. And so I was like, all right, I'm kind of down. I'm uh, I'm in the mood for the hip hop news update, and uh, Chunks didn't pass along the word. But no ah, biggie. Okay, Don't worry. Well, look, I, I, we can double up next Friday, or I can come in early next week. Whatever well, you guys. Let's do it next Friday because it's kind of it's it's in the mood, so we'll mm-hmm. do it then. By the way, I cannot go to a tribe called Quest on Sunday because. Colonoscopy early Monday morning. Otherwise, ah. otherwise I'd be there. But no worries, P Docs. Appreciate okay. it, bro. All right, we'll talk. I to appreciate you. it, fam. All right, bub. Let it. 407-916-1041, Mistakes that women make in bed. We gave you one. What are the other four? We'll give you a prize if you uh, if you can guess them correctly. Yeah, the one that uh, I've noticed over my my relationship, the the sex becomes much much uh, less less frequent. Do you think that's your fault, though? No. Do you initiate? Uh, well, all right, let me ask you, why is it? I would say, you know, it just becomes a thing of, you know... Been there, done that? Yeah. Climbed the mountain so many times, who wants to look out the top of it anymore? Mountain, hey? Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you. I thought you just learned some self-defense moves. <laughs> Getting oh. stronger. And then I learned a defense for that defense. I had no idea about that. There's no defense for pepper spray. What are you going to do to spice it up? Pepper spray. Pepper spray. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Tabasco in the eyes. <laughs> Have you ever used any, like, uh, like, food or any extracurricular when it comes to sex with, uh... No, no, we've never really actually gotten into that thing. There's really no freak going on in my bed. I was going to say, it seems pretty, pretty basic. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty plain. Doug in the 386. What do you got, Doug? Yeah, uh, she thinks she can sleep in bed after sex. I don't care where she goes, on the floor, on the couch. I don't care. She's um, in my bed. Yeah, that's the that, mistake she makes. That's the mistake. That's actually not one of the other four. That's a good one, though. Let's go to... Actually, it's probably better than these other four that are on here. Let's try Amanda. What do you got, Amanda? Five mistakes that women make in bed. 
faking it and it being really obvious, like the the fake orgasm. Um, that one isn't on here. And you, aren't, you aren't good at faking that's it. That's why I don't think it's a mistake though, because guys don't care. No. And a lot of times we genuinely can't tell. Mm-mm. So you know. It, it Are really... you kidding me? You can't tell. No, 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 we, no, we don't care enough to tell. No, let me tell you. Yeah, that's the thing. Let me tell you. I can tell. I definitely know when it's being faked and when it's not because I, t- at least with my chick, certain things happen and I know what's going on. Uh, but otherwise, you know what I mean. I'm like, oh, whatever. Least, thank you for the effort. Yeah, at least she's trying. Right. No, nah, I hear. But that isn't one of the four. Thank you though. I appreciate the phone call. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Five mistakes that women make in bed. Let's go to Miss Hefe in the 407. What the hell? This isn't my chick. How do you know? Miss Hefe. I just want to say sometimes I don't even get to talk at all. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Dump it, whatever it was. Did they say anything bad? No. I don't know what they said. I couldn't understand it, Mm-mm. just in case. Let's <laughs> go to Meatwad. I'd rather not. What's up, Meatwad? There seems me one. That's you. All right, say me one. That's you. All right. Hey, I know. I know where Pedox is at. Where? He's out fishing. He caught himself a mud shark. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> People are getting surly tonight. I don't blame them. That's what happens when we start the show drunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were drunk. I'm just sick. All right. Another mistake, apparently, that women make in bed. They're too paranoid about their bodies to enjoy sex. I do hate that. I do hate when a uh, chick kind of feels fat Mm -hmm. even though she isn't. So she's like you're there having sex with her and she kind of like is covering up her little pooch or something. And she's just all kind of worried about, you know, you seeing her while you're one with her and she can't enjoy it. Why are they worried about that? Because if you're ready to that point, it's obvious you don't care. But you know what it is, too? It's they're thinking the whole time, is she disgusted by me? Or is he disgusted by me? Probably, but whatever. Because a lot of times, like, in the beginning of the guy, especially like me, you know, mm-hmm. hairy, bigger, at first I'm thinking, oh, man, she's going to be so... Di-. But once you're in the act, yeah, you're not it doesn't even, matter. you don't even remember that you have back hair. No, because you're wearing a shirt. <laughs> like, like a fat kid swimming. <laughs> My monster t-shirt. All right, this is Meatwad. Meatwad in 407. What's up, guys? What do you got? Uh, Them talking and breathing like they just ran five miles. I don't know. See, I prefer a woman who were talking bad. No. I'm trying to get my chick into saying, like, talking dirty. you got to get a chick who's naturally good at it, or it's going to be real bad. See, my chick doesn't like to talk. (laughs) <laughs> she's kind of, she's a mute. Um, so I'm going to get her to work on it like outside of bed, and then we'll just kind of try to swing it into the bedroom. <laughs> Matt in the 407. What's up, Matt? Hey, it's Boggs Lane Easy here. And uh, I just want to say uh, I hate it whenever a chick mentions condoms, man. That really sucks. Anytime she says condom? <sighs> that isn't a mistake I think they would make in bed, though. 
This is, well, that's usually followed by, if you're going to rate me, use a condom. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'm going to play my card right. I'll find out by the end of the night. You expect me to just let you hit it, but will you still respect me if you get it? All I can do is try. Give me one chance. Hour 3, Friday night, Hideout Real Radio 104.1, Real TV on realradio.fm, hideoutheretics.net, footballandage.com. Um, the five mistakes that women make in bed, we've given you two of them. They're too paranoid about their own bodies to enjoy sex, and this is according to women. Mm-hmm. They only seem to like sex at the beginning. Once the relationship is serious, they lose interest. We're giving you prizes. You can guess the other ones. 407-916-1041, 888 Let's try the Wild Hawk. Wild Hawk, what do you got? I know he is a sexual uh, dynamo. Yes. <laughs> so he would know. Yeah, that, that describes me to a T. Um... Uh, not, not not lately, though. The way my sexual life is going, if they just show up, they can pretty much do no wrong. So there's no mistakes then if they just happen to be there? Use an apparatus, whatever. Breathing or not. <laughs> just like it's weeds. Let's go to uh, Brian in the 386. You're on the, Brian, you're on the air, Brian. Turn your radio down. Three? Hey, uh, yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, they, they want you to uh, take care of them, but they don't want to take care of you. Let me see here if that is part of it. Um, you know what? I'm going to give you a prize. That is that, that is what we leave it all up to him mm-hmm. according to the women. So the guy not only has to perform the treats, but even when it comes to spicing up new things and, and introducing new positions yeah. and new ways of handling business, they just don't, uh, it's all, it's the man. So basically, Dubs, it's your fault if your sex life is stale. Whatever. Okay. I have a hand. Jacob in 321. Well, I was honest. <laughs> Jacob? <laughs> yeah, that's you, bro. Hey, what if they call out the wrong name? All right, you're on the air. No, that, that was his thing. What if they call out the wrong name? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, The calls have been so weird tonight. If they call out the wrong name... No, it's not one of the top uh, five, according to them. I, that would that'd be yeah. that'd be a terrible mistake. That earns some bruises. <laughs> yeah, mostly around the neck region. Have you ever known a guy who would be into watching his chick uh, be banged by other people? Like known? I've never known anybody. I've like uh, met people, like in uh, like at parties and stuff, but I've never like been friends with anybody like that and got to really explore the. The uh, the psycholo- psychological end of that. See, I don't think I could be friends with somebody who's into that, just because I couldn't relate on any level to him. There's no way I'd want to watch my chick be uh, railed by another guy. But you'd want to watch his chick get railed by another guy, so Ooh. you get the guys. You know, you wouldn't mind watching that. Yeah, but I'm talking about... But so something. you do have something in common. Say, so, yeah, next time you have someone rail your chick, I'll come over and watch with you. <laughs> no, 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 it's not... What? We'll stare at each other. Dubs, would bleed you... like hemophiliacs. Would you, uh... Hmm? I'm not sure what that meant. Don't worry. <laughs> would you allow me to come over and watch uh, sex between you and your chick? No. I'll be quiet. I'm other sure than, you would. Other than eating the popcorn. You wouldn't want to eat popcorn watching me and my you know what's non-rhythmic funny? ass. You know what's funny? I, uh... I like, like... I, I try to picture what sex between you and your chick would be like, mm-hmm. and I just can't. Why, why would you try to picture that? 
I th- I try to uh, not picture you and your chick having sex. Yeah, because I try everything I can. <laughs> I'm hideous to. though. I'm not gonna lie. Whatever. I'm not a good looking guy, so you guys don't have to uh, sit there and pretend. But I do wonder, like, cause you're so odd. And how am I odd? You know, you decorate your house for. Like inside for Halloween and Thanksgiving and yes. Easter and I Christmas. I throw a pumpkin on her head. Just like it's the first grade class. Have her smile at me. But I just, I just imagine it for you guys being so businesslike. How biz? You know me. I have no business going on. But like it's on a checklist. Oh yeah, it is. All right, it's, Sometimes. Uh, like you're almost regretting it. Like oh man, it's two o'clock. What time do we have to schedule? 2.30? I don't have time. Can we push it back? Let me see if I can get another game and a half in. I'd rather not leave the game on pause. Maybe we have to push it back to 2.37. Let's go to XCon. What do you got, XCon? Yeah, man. First of all, good subject. Thanks. Man, what I hate, right after sex, they want to call the cops and press charges. <laughs> That's a mistake. Get a restraining order and stuff. Man, I hate that. I hear you, XCon. We've all been there. Hey, let's try uh, Mo in the 407. Hey, hey Mo. Um, Mo. Okay, yeah. I really hate it when chicks decide to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I miss that guy. Do you, though? Even though he annoys well, the hell out of me. Even though it's a, a stupid call. Uh-huh. It's when been she, so long, when, I, I've, I've grown fond. When she's screaming, yeah, 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 I don't understand that. So even the uh, the joke doesn't make sense. It's well thought out. It's, oh, wait, no, it's not. It's really fun. Jason, the 407. What do you got, Jason? Hey, what's going on? The more, I guess it's, uh, the, I guess the longer the relationship, the more they don't want to start up, it's just the guys always have to do it, and I guess kind of annoying. Um, yeah, we said that one. All right, here's another one. I'm going to give out another one, Dubs, because we're running out of time before the open door. Mm-hmm. Five mistakes women make in bed. Women don't know enough about sex or our genitalia, and that's according to women. What was there to know? There's a lot. About. There's just a few things you need to know to have good sex. Nah. A few things to need to know to have good sex. The rest is gravy. But even for them, they don't know enough about their own bodies. Oh, because they don't, okay. watch, they don't watch porn the way that we do and the way we study it. I was going to say, because our bits. I actually got one of those how to DVDs we all did when we were here. Oh, that was the worst. But I learned something. If you hung through, you learned a pretty good technique. Yeah, but it was so creepy. Remember at the end of that, uh, where he's just doing a voiceover over his own sex acts? Yeah. Oh. But I did learn something there. I thought that was a guide on how to have boring sex. (laughs) There is one little trick in there that I learned that works fantastically. Type it over to me. I want to know what it is. I can't. I'm doing a radio show. (laughs) You can type to me, but I can't type back to you. Ivan. Ivan, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Well, I don't, uh, like I was telling Tommy, I don't think it's a thing that involves, that takes place in the bed, but it's just the whole thing of, well, they don't like it when us men like to look at porn itself, so they get all frustrated that we may, like, not like having sex with them or whatever, just because we like to look at porn. I've never been with a chick that doesn't like me to look at porn. I've been with a few. Really? My my chick kind of, she sees the porn's competition. As how? Well, as she rightly should. And I'll tell you why. Because sometimes if I get the poison out on like a Monday and Wednesday when she's in class all day, then like Tuesday, the, the likelihood of us having sex is very slim. 
And of course, look at me, she's gotta have it. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Uh, the biggest reason, though, problem that women have, as far as the mistakes that they make in bed, they expect us guys to be mind readers. Like, we're supposed to know, not only, because we know kind of like the basic anatomy, but they want us to know specifically mm. what it is that uh, helps them get theirs. You know what I mean? We have Tim on the phone. He wants to give us some advice. Yo. Hey, what's up, man? What you got, Tim? Yeah, well, I've been in a relationship for nine years now, and we've been married for one. I'm on my uh, way right now to Flagler to go uh, on my uh, one-year anniversary, and for nine years, the sex has not gotten dull. It's uh, it's a consistent. She's a damn nymphomaniac. It's it's actually great. She's attractive. And What's I, your uh, advice, then? Well, yeah, what do you do other than brag, ass? Uh, well, <laughs> see, what do you do? Well, see, what the, the trick to it is... Is is uh, to you know buy more toys, experiment, do whatever you have to do, keep everything exciting on a you know constant level. I mean, I'm talking nine years here. See, I've tried it. I've bought a nice big glass table, throw it away underneath it. Didn't work. I've taken like you know the the, the Japanese are great at karate. I thought they'd be great at that kind of stuff too. I thought they had a, a few skills over there. White mm. chicks aren't into it. We're going to role play, and our bedroom is going to be a men's room at the TD Waterhouse, and you're the urinal. Hey, wait a minute. What? Write that one down. What kazoo? You know what's really cool is when you pretend like you don't know the girl, although you've been dating her for three months, and you guys kind of do things like you're strangers and stuff. It's kind of has like an added fantasy to it. Boy. Such a rapist. You know, he's only good for one thing around here. He's not bad at answering the phones, but the best thing he's good at is getting scared. Do we have a trash can back here? We'll just. That we're we'll, going to burn the exercise, the demons, sports demons, and stuff later? We'll just walk by and kind of kick it a little, and it'll make a big noise, and he jumps. I was back there, and Tommy just screamed, and the guy went crazy. <laughs> yeah, then uh, later, I Chunks kicked the uh, trash can, and then I wrote him a little note saying. Hey, uh, go yell in his ear real quick. And he went over and did it. And he jumped like he was like, about 15 feet off the chair. It looked like he would have been electrocuted. Good. Headphones go flying. It's great. Let's go to Sean in the 3 2 one. What's going on, guys? What's yeah. up, brother? What if uh, she's got a little bit of vaginosis kicking down there? <laughs> All right, that's obviously a mistake. Not cleaning right. <laughs> that goes without being, uh, without needing to be said. Dubs, what do you do with a chick when she's just dirty? But yet you gotta have it. Well, not I mean, your chick, but let's say a uh, chick. If you if you are with a chick like that, are you planning on having a relationship with her? No, let's say it's a one night stand, but, but you it's just do it. Wow. You grin and bear it. Really? Yeah. I think that's the point. You get up and leave and be like, you know what? This chick may have a disease because she's I was dirty. An idiot. Oh my god, that's just bringing back so many awful smells and aromas. They used to linger around here. I was an idiot. Hey. I was an idiot. Stop! Uh, <laughs> I'd rather sniff my cat food. Oh, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. It's so dirty. Sure, cat's mouth doesn't smell any better. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it does. Less cheese. I wish we'd confront her on the air about how awful she smells. Oh, God. Our old intern, Hooch. At least, if nothing else, if she's heard this, she just knows it. Mm. Wash yourself. Even if it takes a wiping stick. 
do what you got to do. Right, now I'm oh. officially skeeved. <laughs> it's a hideout real radio 104.1. You know the definition of a baller. That's me. Back in the hideout, wrapping up hour three before the open door, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, it's my understanding the great Gazoo Manning, our intern, has a bit he wanted to debut. Oh, did he? I don't I don't know. I, I think it's stupid. Don't play it. Hmm. Well, we have, to. have some confidence in your bit. Uh, okay. You've spent a lot of time doing this. A lot of time you could have been doing other things. Hey, Gazoo, are you gay? No. Why? No. Just listen to this bit. Okay. Not... God, you're an idiot. Take a day off with Gazoo's Metrosexual Spa, located in downtown Orlando. Come inside and experience our world-class spa treatment. We feature an on-site nail technician and masseuse, as well as HD TVs to watch your favorite games. In the upstairs, we feature our private rooms, so you can explore all your fantasies. At Gazoo's, we are on the down low, and know that you're just looking to get... That's the bet. And then there's ten seconds of music, and I don't know why. How long did you spend doing that? <laughs> Probably an hour and a half. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding? I, I I wrote took me like forty five minutes to write the <laughs> thing. Play it again. I want to know what what I, it took forty five minutes. Honestly, with. I bent down to tie my shoes, took my headphones off, missed it. You play it again because it's taking forty five minutes to write. All right. Take a day off with Gazoo's Metrosexual Spa, located in downtown Orlando. Come inside and experience our world-class spa treatment. We feature an on-site nail technician and masseuse, as well as HD TVs to watch your favorite games. In the upstairs, we feature our private rooms, so you can explore all your fantasies. At Gazoo's, we are on the down low, and know that you're just looking to get... Forty-five minutes to write that. Forty-five minutes to put it together. What okay. do you think of that, Hefe? Um, oh boy, I hate to do this on a Friday night. <laughs> uh, could you dissect the comedy? I I just kind of want to know where the joke. What's the joke? That's why I said it sucked, and I don't want him to play it. You spent forty-five minutes on it. Had to have some kind of joke that you thought was funny at first. Like, what were you aiming for? Were you were you expecting us to be uh, on the ground right now? Well, when you first wrote it, well, when I when I was conceiving the idea, I was thinking that this is just going to be awesome. It's going to be a really funny bit. Um, but when I ended up writing it, it, it was just stupid. I just okay. I, but what was the, what, I, you're not hearing me? Yeah. What was the idea? Like, what was the bit? What was going to get us Laughing. like rolling? Oh, just a metrosexual spa. You know. Okay, but don't you know? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm starting to get it. I... <laughs> Not really? Metro <laughs> sexual spa. <laughs> okay, so uh, all right, maybe I need to break it to dubs too. <laughs> well, I mean, fag's got to be something. What'd you say? Oh, you don't like that word. Why did you write that? Oh my gosh, sorry. Nothing. Are you talking to your hand now? No. Why did you write that? No. I think it would be a really good business, actually. Okay, but the idea of a metrosexual spa, a guy who goes to a spa is going to be a metrosexual. 
Yeah, but this I, is I, wanna, I just I want to help the intern kind of dissect and explain comedy. So what's funny about a metrosexual spa? It's just redundant. He, yeah, it is. Is the mm. joke that it's your metrosexual spa? Yeah, that's supposed to be the joke. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's gazoes. LOL. Metro. <laughs> it's my sexual. spa. Metrosexual. <laughs> you guys are laughing. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I'm funny. not. LOL. Dubs is sick, so anything's funny to him. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Iceman says, I've left funnier things floating in a toilet. Spot. Oh. All right, let me hear it one more time. You're a cut up. Let me hear it one more time. Take a day off with Gazoo's Metro Sexual Spa, located in downtown Orlando. Come inside pause it, pause and experience it, our world-class spa. I don't want to miss any of it. <laughs> Jeez. LOL. <laughs> oh, God. So, Dubs, you really liked it. Shut up. Carry on. Okay. Take a day off with Gazoo's Metro Sexual Spa, located in downtown Orlando. Come inside and experience our world-class spa treatment. We feature an on-site nail technician and masseuse, as well as HD TVs to watch your favorite games. In the upstairs, we feature our private rooms so you can explore all your fantasies. At Gazoo's, we are on the down low and know that you're just looking to get. We're on the down low. I like get the music. It? <laughs> You're a ham. So don't you think I could write some really good commercials in, oh. in the next few years? Maybe for real radio someday? Ah, boy, I hate I it. could be the next star. Shut up. Please? Shut up. Brown. <laughs> Wild Hawk in the portal shut uh, Gazoo, buddy. Uh, do you realize that I, as a listener, have had more successful bits than you have <laughs> during your internship? It's true. Uh, Get, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tell you what, Gazoo. Hold on, Wild Hawk, hold on. Uh, it's Gazoo's. <laughs> it's Gazoo's. <laughs> Metro sexual spies. Oh! That's a normal one. Oh. Hold on, hold on. I didn't oh. get it at first. <laughs> it was a little above my head. Oh. <laughs> it it shot right it. over top, didn't it? Uh, it's like it's like oh. one of those one of those uh, real highbrow television shows. I, like I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like well, take your time. It's yeah, like Arrested just, Development. You gotta let it soak in. <laughs> because God. once it once it does, <laughs> it won't stop laughing. Because he's uh, on the seriously, seriously, Gazoo, give me your email. I will write bits for you. I'm, if he's I'm, here next week. But with Jim's like that, he's on his way. Yeah. I thought it was funny. It was, man. I thought it's not sucked. a first. But but seriously, J Dubs, I'm so proud you're R O T F L right now. Here's the other thing about it too. It's like Zoolander. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, yeah, it's blue steel all the way. <laughs> Get it, Gazoo's. I got Metro. Gazoo, you're a hit. Really? Oh my gosh, this is great. I've been waiting uh, for this right. day you're forever. The worst actor. You really? I hate you so. See, Do you know how many is, people hate you? I don't think he's acting. He's like this way off the air too. 
No, he's just uh, he's Eddie Haskell. Everything is sarcastic uh, with him. Sarcastic? <laughs> I thought I'm the most unsarcastic person out there. Oh, we gave up the whole punishment thing. <laughs> we, oh, hey, I literally was about to leave and go slap him in the back of the neck. <laughs> Except we had that talk. What? So no, just for the acting thing. Uh, well, what can I do? He to make makes up for it. more beds, more of those gems. Okay, just roll them at me. I'll take a break. But it's back. my metro. Shut up. <laughs> it's a hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, and the heretics are here. The hideout, Row Radio 104.1. The original open door policy where we allow you into the studio and watch the show live and in person. So good to see all of the heretics tonight on this Friday night. Very excited about hanging out and exercising the demons. I like seeing a nice treehouse what shirt. That's right. Oh, my God. That should be burned. All what? Right, we'll exercise the demons of the treehouse tonight. Huh? EMST didn't get rid of that. <laughs> um, just the way you did the old tapes of the treehouse in D.C. <laughs> the original? When, the treehouse, for those of you that don't know, is when I am not here and Dubs has to host the show. His own, because originally the show was called El Jefe's Hideout. And Dubs is pissed off because his name wasn't on the show, blah, blah, blah. So whenever I wouldn't be around, he'd call it the Treehouse. And the very first night that he hosted the Treehouse alone, him and Tommy Bateman in Washington, D.C. Did you hear it, Matt? The rat tribute? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just played <laughs> They started talking for like 20 minutes. Well, and realized- here's one thing. Me and Tommy didn't know each other at the time. I was like, hey, you're J-Dub, right? Hey, you're Tommy. And they what do you re- got for me, Tommy? Nothing? All right. Uh. <laughs> they realized they had nothing to say to each other, but they had four hours to fill, so they started playing 80s bands. Like, I'm like, all right, let's uh, go with some rat was, round and round. It was a hair band weekend on WJFK. A little quite right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just stories about how Dubs had seen him at the Fowlerville Fair that year. Yep. Um. So anyway... Uh, a lot going on tonight. I, there's, there's a lot of business I want to handle. First of all, I want to direct everybody to Real TV on RealRadio.fm, where you can see the one and only Glenn, the number one monster fan. Let's welcome him up. <laughs> Come on up to the microphone, Glenn. I'd love to talk to you. Glenn was, of course, we've known him before. We've interviewed him before. Um, he was on the Monster Cruise with us. How you doing, Glenn? Oh, real good. How you doing? I just want to say y'all got a great radio show, and, and y'all have a great fan club. Everybody's so friendly. The heretics are heretics. They're awesome. Y'all, y'all heretics rock, man. Um, Glenn, the number one monster fan, dressed as Elvis tonight. Um, yeah. Um, is it? I, I are like you dressed Elvis. as Elvis or Benny Hill? Uh, it's, it's Elvis. Okay, uh, I wanted to make uh, sure. I wanted to dress up for your show, cause dude. It's... That is. All right, here's the thing. From now on, I want the heretics taking a page out of Glenn's book and dressing up as a '50s rock and roll star. I want to see Chubby Checker next week, Lester Big Hands. Thank you very much. Oh, you. Well, I can't say Chubby, can't say chubby Checker. Uh, Glenn, you are fantastic, my friend. Oh, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Uh, um, I just want to say your, your show improv. at nighttime is better than TV. When I get home, just turn the TV off. Listen to the listen to uh, to the hideout. The hideout. I mean, it's it's great. Are you going funny. to Monster Ween? You all set up for Monster Ween? I'll, I'll set up. All right, very good. Well, I want to talk to you again in Montreal, and I'm so happy that you're here for the open door. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, it. let's hear it for Glenn, the number one monster. 
I love it. Why do I feel like it's the gong show tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's awesome. So you got to go to real TV on RoarRadio.fm and check out our buddy, uh, Glenn, the number one monster fan. Did Big Hands just grope a uh, little Rhonda on real TV? I, I guess it did. Um, all right, one of the things we're doing tonight is we are going to uh, exercise the sports demons. Dubs, why don't you talk about this for a little bit? Well, I brought my uh, my Harrington jersey in, my good old Joy Harrington jersey from your Detroit Lions. Yo, uh, what do you say? <laughs> no, whatever. Um, and uh, I said last week if they lost the uh, the the game between them and the uh, the Bears, I would burn the Harrington jersey. So I figured I'll make it into something good. I'm going to try to exercise the Detroit and uh, any kind of sports demons that anybody wanted to bring up. And uh, burn my jersey and whoever else is that uh, brought theirs up. I see Bongswap Matt brought uh, the good old Reggie White jersey. Oh, wow. <laughs> Newly inducted to the Hall of Fame and dead. I say we burn it. Um, no. All right, hold on. A, why? I right, hold on a second. That racist bastard? That is true. Do we have any of his clips anywhere about what he used to say about... Uh, well, what he said about Latinos and Asians and everybody. Yeah, go to Wikipedia. There's a bunch of them there. Are there? Yeah. All right, Bong Swat, Why do you want to burn the uh, the Reggie White jersey? Well, the only thing worse in Detroit right now is Green Bay. So we'll I, find out this I, weekend. Yeah. Uh, no, we won't. No one in America is going to watch that. Uh, no, no me and Bong Swat will find out. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, Bong Swat ready to even sacrifice the great Reggie White. Uh, anybody else bring anything to burn? Now, I have my Mavericks jersey that I'm going to burn um, just because of that damn NBA Finals. Al Ross dropped off uh, some uh, some magic stuff, so we'll throw that in there. Nice. Jimmy Jam brought up his Eagles. Who's it signed by? Donovan McNabb. Shut up. You Donovan just scribbled McNabb. on this. Oh, that's Donovan McNabb. You're going to burn a Donovan <laughs> McNabb <laughs> autograph. Yeah, he's still alive. Uh, that is true. <laughs> For now. Oh, wow. All right, I'm liking that. We'll burn that. i just give you $2 for it and sell it on eBay for 7 Uh have drinking money for later. I, I like this. Uh, I, you know, I wanted to bring in, like, some Cowboys stuff or some Rangers stuff because mm-hmm. those are really the teams from my hometown that suck, but I don't have any paraphernalia. So, all right, people will have a good question. Can we exercise the hideout demons and burn Gazoo in the fire? <laughs> yes. Kill a flame with a flame. I'm a, I'm a useful person. I, I, scr- I screen these people's phone calls. I do a lot around here. They, they, they would be a big loss. They can't do that. How about we do this? How about we clip off parts of your other eyebrow and just pour it in there uh, as a little... Why don't you burn your pants? So you have to go home in your underwear. <laughs> you can't do that because I'm wearing whitey tighties right now. <laughs> so how about we burn those and you just go home commando? Burn the wig. Listen. Yeah, that's cool. You can do that. I mean, for the segment, you should have thought that you're going to need to do something to uh, redeem yourself. Okay. I say you put your entire wardrobe in there and just go home in your tidy whities like your Tom Cruise in Risky Business. But I want to go out after the show and meet some women. Yeah, but... (laughs) (laughs) Where did did you want to come out with us? Possibly. Didn't you go out last week with everyone? I went out last week with everyone. <laughs> How'd it go? And, and, oh, okay, okay. This it was a great time. We loved you. It was. Uh, you were finally like tolerable when we went out afterwards. Yeah, that, that that's just a lie. What happened was is I went out to Dukes where they said yeah, they were all. That's where we were all gonna go to go, Dukes. Gonna go. And they said everyone's inside waiting for you. And I was just like, oh, cool. This is awesome. Who said that to you? Um. EJ from the U. EJ said that, and like uh, a few other people with him. Oh, cool. All right. That sounds good. And so I got in there. 
Because we, yeah, because you paid the cover. And the guy was just like, uh, I was, you know, looking around for. Did you everyone. pay the cover? No, I didn't pay the cover. That's too bad. Because I, I, you know, was asking him what's going on, and he told me that uh, they left, and I was just like, that's messed up. Did you tell where we were going? No. Good. So the five dollars we left him to tell uh, you where we weren't going. Perfect. That's fantastic. Yeah. It worked out. Uh, so where do you want to go this week, Azu? Um. I want to go to Ibar and meet some um, rocker, goth kind of chicks. All right. I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll see be you, there. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see you down, down at Ibar. <laughs> <laughs> I got your first round of drinks. Do you really? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're the man. Yeah, just come find me at Ibar. Okay, awesome. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Now, if we could turn the camera real fast to the, to the big uh, Latin guy behind EJ from the U. I don't know if anybody knows this, but here in the hideout, we're getting all the big guests. It's the latest person who was kicked off a survivor. Uh, let's welcome... Uh... All right, so have you been watching the, re- the re- segregated survivor? I did not watch it yet. Well, the Latin team is exactly what I would have done if not Hefe was on our team. <laughs> they purposely threw the challenge so they could vote the kid off. And the Latin guy was this son of a bitch to a T. Just laying there doing nothing, talking a lot, but not really doing anything. It was really... And then he got kicked off. He was like, I guess Latin people didn't like me. Maybe if they were my kind of people, metal people. But instead, <laughs> for him, it would be, if it was my kind of people, DJs. Yeah. Oh, there's DJs, DJs around, time. around. I'll be uh, uh, DJing at Ibar later today with Kazoo. With some hot <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys should carpool. We'll see you guys down <laughs> at the Ibar. Uh, 407 hideoutheretics.net. Right, before we go down and we exercise the demons, um, and Kazoo, you are going to burn your outfit. Uh, I also want to thank our buddy Benny, who has come in and is hooking up the heretics. We're going to have a heretic party. Doug Stanhope, it's going to be a Saturday night down at the back booth, and we want to see you guys out there. He brought in extra tickets for those of you up here in the open door. I will be there, so let's thank Benny for bringing cool stuff to Orlando and uh, hooking everybody up with these extra tickets, and we're going to have more to give away next week, too. So thank you very much for that, Benny. He was in, uh, I believe it was last night, and I think he's bringing in the chicks from that band next week, too. Oh, awesome. And he's lining up some strippers for the hideout as well. So. And he's in Foo Fighters. <laughs> You're right. I can see that. Benny Grohl. We'll call him Benny Grohl. Um, I did want to cover a little business, though, maybe when we get back. I don't know if you guys heard it this week, but um, there was an issue with Hideout and uh, one of the heretics' demand. And I think it brought to light, a, and he's not here tonight, which uh, which sucks. I wish that he was going to be here tonight. Um, but it brought to a bigger issue to the top. And we need to talk a little heretic hideout business. Then we'll go downstairs and set a fire. Uh, good old Friday night stuff. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I found the greatest game in the world. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.0. Friday night, open door policy at the Heritage. Sponsored by Taco Bell. Thank you to Taco Bell. Make sure on your way home tonight you get some Taco Bell and enjoy it. Perfect for a Friday night. Um, we uh, we got Gazoo uh, screening your phone calls at 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Tommy Bateman, uh, also here. Chunks Corolla, the whole crew is here. Um, and we're all here to, uh, entertain you on this, uh, fantastic Friday night. We wanted to handle a little business before we, uh, before we get... (laughs) 
All right. Now, that new sport. Yeah, there's a new game that the boys have been playing in the back all night. <laughs> Dub, Dubs, you just now noticed this? You seriously just now noticed this? No, I, but I've never done it before. Oh. I guess Gazoo gets real freaked out when there are loud noises around him. So they've been kicking the trash can that we're going to set the fire in and, like, yelling in his ear all night. I just saw him sitting back here real quiet one time. I go, I'm just... I'm just going to kick the trash can and make a lot of noise. And he jumped. And then I started yelling. I would just go, ah! And he would jump at that. And then so now it's just a, it's a whole game of distracting him and then having someone come in <laughs> behind me and run up and kick the trash can. What is it about the loud noises? I, I, I'm, I'm crazy, man. That's what I'm ah! Shut up. I hate him. I hate him so much. I really do. I want, Turn your mic off. I want to love you. Turn your mic off. <laughs> you know what he reminds me of? UFO Phil. And that's why I hate him. And maybe that's why you guys love him. But that's what he reminds me of. Even the same look, too. Um, all right, let's handle a little heretic business, and we'll get to downstairs and uh, burning the, uh, the demons, exercising the demons. So I don't know if you heard the other night... Um, where Heretic Demand from the board on hideoutheretics.net called in. Mm-hmm. And I guess was mad. Still not quite sure about what. Um, I guess he wanted our time and there wasn't enough of it and he was ready to quit. But it brought up this larger issue. I believe it is time for the heretics to get truly organized. Mm-hmm. At first, the heretics were like, all right, this is going to be a funny thing called the hardcore listeners. We'll see if it catches on. Oh, it caught on. You guys embraced it, and you've run with it, and we'll be able to tell with the fire you set downstairs here in a little bit. Um, and then, you know, Jimmy Jam, God bless him, took it upon himself to say, hey, so I see an opportunity. I'm just going to start calling myself the president of the heretics. And it rolled. It ran with it, and good for him. He was the first one to think of it. <laughs> then there was a fight between him and the king, uh, self-proclaimed king of the heretics, Mr. Bong Swap Matt. But I am now of the opinion that there are enough heretics of you, over 1,300 uh, of you, 1,300 of you guys on hideoutheretics.net. All right, that's scary. Right? Mm-hmm. That's Take a battalion. It. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there are that many troops in Fallujah. Uh, there can't be. So I really want to get you guys organized. Uh, I, I can't get you organized because you've already outgrown us uh, and you're your own thing. But I think that the heretics should really, you know, taking a key out of the monster militia. Uh, thank you to uh, Glenn, the number one monster fan, who I, I love the people who won uh, for president and vice president. But had I known that Glenn and Lone Wolf were running for president and uh, vice president of monster militia, uh, I maybe would have voted for them. Um, but I think it's like seriously time that you heretics get organized. And uh, Jimmy Jam, it's up to you. I mean, you're the current president, but I'm thinking about holding elections, uh, secretary of offense, because there's no defense in the hideout, always in the offense. I think Guinness is one of those guys that maybe would want to do that. I know that our boy Anti-Matt's all about it. Yeah, there are, there are a ton of heretics that they step up and do a lot. I mean, we all believe in you guys. We know you guys are the funniest night show in America. You guys are the voice of our generation. And, I mean, we guys are all following you guys. I so. like the kiss-ass part mm-hmm. the wow. Hey, I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe in it. No, so. we all, we no, all know I it. love it, though. He's so. right. What did he say that wasn't right, man? <laughs> I mean, 
true. Everything it was, it was all true. Everything yeah. you said that was right. So we're moving I, these heretics in. I mean, I've been getting Elros and Guinness and all of them to start I doing mean, more heretic work and stuff. And I, I'm, we're still jumping on every heretic that jumps in there and sends us emails, and we're sending them back. And I mean, we, we do heretic stuff, but we we do need to be a little bit more better organized because there's a lot of us now. I mean, I, it's crazy. I, I mean, it's it's fun to see you guys and what you've embraced. I mean. From the very beginning, Chick-fil-A John has enrolled, uh, has in, you know decided, he, you know, I'm going to be historian. And I want to talk to you about some of that stuff, too. Uh, photos and videos. Not bad. Photos, videos, things like that. Demand stepped up on that lately. Uh, but he's, well, no, he does great work. And he does, you know, with the uncensored and the videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really good stuff. Um, you know, and Guinness and Anti-Mat and L. Ross, I'm going on the uh, the offensive, we'll call it, <laughs> literally changed another show in town, even though they won't admit it that they're faking stuff now. Well, even more so even than more they were so, before. Yeah. Uh, but the attacks. Dubs, do you have one of those attacks? I wouldn't know where to find it over uh, here. It is in there. It is in the hideout folder on the desktop. Okay. And I think it has attack even 9/11. Okay. If you want. To... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of a. You picked a hell of a night to do it. It's an auspicious night. Um, I know that Bong Swat is working on a whole like skit sur- uh, around what he does for a living and tranny hookers, and that I love. You know, that's you know. And I want everybody, I know everybody kind of feels, and some people just like hanging back and, you know, just want to, don't want to do anything, but others want to step up. And so I think it's good to get people organized as far as what it is you want to do. Because I think that was part of the problem with the man is he didn't know where to focus his talents. Like, he kind of wanted to do a whole bunch. Maybe one person's in charge of the MySpace, another person is in charge of the attacks and coordinating the, uh, you know, the you know, going on the offensive, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, Jimmy Jam, current yeah, I had, president. I had a nice talk with the man and everything about everything that happened last night. And, I mean, we're, we're on the same track now. We're going to get more organized. I mean, everyone better watch out in the 07, hide out what. All right, I appreciate that. And he's right because it's only going to get bigger and better. Um, so I'm down with you guys, and I really want you guys to consider it. And uh, if you want to, whoever wants to step up, but like really step up if you got the time, because I know a lot of you guys are down with it. All right, so, I got it. All right. So apparently, and this has been going on for a while here. Just here's just like a little bit of it. Um, the uh, the asses across the street, um, who have ripped off uh, so much from this show, and fake other things, came up with this in fantastic, uh, fantastic innovation in radio. Uh, called open phones. Mm. Uh, where we're just gonna, scary. yeah, we're just gonna, wow, we're just gonna hit a line and we'll never know what happens on the other side. Bing bong. Yeah, and the chime time is 10:25. I get older. Uh, so the heretics took it upon themselves to uh, flex a little heretic muscle. Now I have not, or I have slab. not, uh, whatever it is. <laughs> Wow. I saw the person who does it. <laughs> um, this, is the, this is the first that I have heard of this. Dubs, have you have you listened to this already? Yeah, I listened to this one. Okay, so this is uh, do you, uh, the ear rape thing is also in the same folder under um, imaging. Because, right, let's just play from here. Yeah, we we like to warn you guys about ear rapists, and here are the biggest offenders in town. Watch my blog, go. Viva Nation. Tower Rock 1059. I already, I, already, I can tell the wit. I can see that. I mean, obviously, that's a show you'd want to listen to. It's uh, 
It's there's fast. A, they're sm- snapping back at you. Oh, I just wanted to apologize in advance for using your toothbrush to masturbate. Oh, no. Dude, get off the air. That's unfortunate. All right, 105.9, punch my live. Hey, guys. What the, hold on a second. What's with the voices? Hey. Uh, Mojo and, do we have Mojo and Weasel? Um, just so that you can compare and contrast uh, Mojo and Weasel and how we made this... This skit about two wacky guys that do morning radio and how stupid it is. Actually, yeah, that's right here, too. Get off the air. Oh, that's unfortunate. All right, 105.9, punch my live. Hey, guys, it's Steve Bono. Oh. And you're the reason the World Trade Center fell, because God thought you were in there. Oh. That's true. Steve Bomber just came I wish. swinging hard. That, that is a harsh. Blaming us for 9-11. Elrock 1059. Elrock for 9-11. Elrock 1059. Elrock 1059. Elrock 1059. It's not like you guys haven't held meetings. The entire station over there has a hard-on for us. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely... Um, th- I've, I've been told from people who work over there that they sit around and just... They don't plot over the rest of the station. They just, some for some reason, have this uh, have this thing about us. And I don't know if it's because we took over Garabo's old slot and have exposed him for the hack that he is. Or that every uh, town over there tried to uh, get our slot and they didn't. That's what it is. Uh, they applied for this gig and uh, it was an emphatic no and thrown in the trash. Maybe that's why people are better. Hmm. All right. All right, 105.9. All right. All right, out, bitches. Uh, that was a little uh, weak one, but hey, whatever. We're trying. Hide out, bitches. All right, all right 105.9. I out I want to thank them for doing an entire uh, promo there uh, for the hideout. Mm-hmm. And just uh, constantly mentioning the show, that's fantastic. All right, 105.9. You get all your material from here, why wouldn't you mention it? Damn. All right, 105.9, punch him up live. That was so good. Yeah, it seems like it is. Nobody in Central Florida will ever know what that means. They have no idea. Right. You know funny. Yeah, no one's ever heard of the hideout before. We're only the most powerful station in Central Florida. You only begged to have this uh, time slot. You only listen to this show. You've only purposely stole phrases no. to trick listeners into thinking that they're listening to they, the hideout. They only email our interns trying to get them to go over there. Oh, yeah, that's happened, too. They tried to steal C-Lane. <laughs> hey, I heard you on the hideout. Maybe you'd want to come over here and work for us. Uh, yeah, I rock you can have Gazoo. That's true. I rock 105.9. Punch him up. You already got Hooch. <laughs> Wait, and they are they they still say they're doing the bit, but they're pre-recording. I yeah, hear. so uh, it's so cold. Punch them up live. Yet it's the same stupid ear rape thing. Where's that promo? 
that Catherine Dan do. We even played it, I think, either this hour or 45 minutes before, where it's, we've worked the music radio. Mm -hmm. I've done nights in music radio. I know exactly what happens. You take phone calls, and they're on this little machine called 360, and you edit them up to sound the way you want them to sound, and it makes it sound like there's something happening going on and something cool. But there's not. That or uh, one of your douchebag producers goes into the other room and pretends to call in so you can get a bit going. It's fat. It's fake hack crap that's been going on since the 1950s. Reinventing nothing. Oh, look at us. We're going to... Quote, unquote, stealing a lame bit from the morning guy who can't even come up with his own stuff. We're going to do something crazy. We're just going to take uh, unscreened phone calls. Wow, thanks. Thanks a whole lot for bringing some to the radio table. That's Hey, let's have a battle of the sexes next. Could it be C? That would be crazy and outlandish. So, anyway, yeah, that basically was the hideout minute. Um, so, it's, I guess what's going on is after two weeks nonstop of this, they have now continued to call it uh, Crazy Wacky Punch em Up Live, and it's all fake on tape. It's all pre-recorded now, because they're a bunch of sniveling wusses. You got no balls, got no original thought. No Con- comeback to it. Continue to go into your uh, production room and pretend to blow up cars and be outrageous. There's a particular reason why we decided. Management told us that we couldn't abuse interns anymore, and we couldn't slam our junk into the uh, the toilet seats anymore. Bastards. Despite the fact that Jackass is going to be the number one movie this weekend, and it's specifically in our demographic. And I said, I said it the other night, and I'll continue. If it's, I don't want to go do fake stuff. I don't want to pretend to do things. If we're going to do it, it's going to be something overly satirical where you get it like it's the Colbert Report or the Daily Show. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to go into the production room and pretend like we're blowing up something just to sound outrageous. Or we're returning something and it's all crazy. Because either it's fake or it's finable. Mm-hmm. Know that for a fact, you pussies. So just you know, just remember, you know, I understand you're bitter because you wanted this job and you know you want to be at real radio and you. First of all, you'll never have the careers that Dubs and I have already had working in the top ten market and now working at uh, the top FM talker in the nation. And that if for some reason we get fired here, we won't get swooped up in within thirty days. That I don't already have to turn down phone calls. So don't pretend like you're even in our league because you're not. You there are Jody and Scotts and Mojo and Weasels and Big O's and Dukes and there these ass clowns. <laughs> they're all over the nation. It's the same crap hack stuff. It's on maybe it's an alternative station. Uh, Drew Garabo is a dime a dozen. There are a trillion of those guys all over the nation, afraid to leave the market that they're in. Trust me, one day he'll be working at a mix station. Basically, he does. After he finishes failing over there at Jack FM. Hacks. Enjoy it while it lasts. I would take a break and come back. It's a high. Kudos to the heretics. But just remember that Jack FM isn't the only 
asswipe station out there. We 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 exposed Power ninety five point three for that stupid nine eleven call that they had, or not nine eleven call, the stupid nine eleven um song tribute remix. song. 102 jams, they suck. There's nothing original <laughs> about them. It, I'll tell you this now. The same guy that kind of runs 102 jams does the same thing for a station up in D.C. We know him. It's the same cookie-cutter crap all over the nation, and that's what's wrong with radio. you got to understand that I love radio, and it sucks now. All of you guys know. Why do you think XM and Sirius have taken off so much? Because terrestrial radio sucks except for the one beacon of light. Like a like a real radio. Otherwise, why the hell would you listen to a to a O rock, a Mo rock, a Blow rock? There's no reason to. You get that crap on a cable radio. You get that on your iPod. All of us have the CDs in Nirvana from 1994. You know what I mean? There's no reason they're not doing anything new. Program direct. The program director over there specifically does tricks where he's trying to trick people. They did it with our buddy Buckethead. Mm-hmm. And when Savannah went over there for a little while in the afternoon in the BS show, and those asswipes across the street did the exact same thing in January, stealing the open door bit, the funniest night show in America bit. It's stupid hack radio stuff when they have no talent to back it up. But management told us, be nice, be cool, don't say anything, or we're done being nice. And now we've got the heretics to, to, to flex a little muscle. And we appreciate it. You sons of bitches, you're so... You have nothing. You're weak. What do you do? Oh, I know, we'll reinvent the wheel with a parody song. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that in The Grease Man in 1976. I mean, Jesus... How about something? Anything? I'll give you props. There are people working so hard in this business. The Monsters, the Berg Show, Phillips, Opie and Anthony, Ron and Fez, Don and Mike, Howard. Thank you. Not you, Howie. <laughs> people that wake up and bust their ass every day. And then you got these, and then you have these douches giving radio a bad name with their wacky parody songs and their outrageous quote unquote unscreened phone calls when they're all screened. It's ear rape! <laughs> it's being forced on you because you don't have any real options. Sitting there bleeding, cowering in the corner, covering your ears. <laughs> Got to relive it every time you get in the car. No! No! <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> so congratulations. You guys are out. And, oh, so I want to call out or highlight a few heretics, and we'll take a break because I know we're running late. Uh, but obviously Guinness and Al Ross doing a fantastic job over there. Jimmy Jam stepped up. Dopey. Dopey is uh, relentless. Yeah. He learned from very, very... Very good uh, guys in the uh, in the past for Opie and Anthony and uh, Bonk Swat and a lot of you guys have really stepped up. I guess Link did too. He's raising his hand, or, or he wants to, or he wants to say something. Save it. We're we got we got we got to take a break. Thank you though. I understand. Everybody's clamoring to talk. All right, we'll take a break and come back. Dubs about a little USA chant to get us out. USA! 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 
it's a high radio 104.1 this is zeppelin heretic number p15016 and i will kill you for a beer you're listening to the hideout on real radio 104.1 all right welcome back to the hideout real radio 104.1 it is a friday night running a little late aren't we tommy are we did you combine or are we can't okay I, I tell you what we'll do. We'll do a quick break. We'll set up uh, the exercise in the demons, and then um, we'll go to break, come back, and actually do it. Dubs, you downstairs? Yeah, what's up, bro? All right, brother. We are uh, exor- exercising the sports demons. You want to burn your um, Detroit Lions jersey so that the Lions finally have a good season. Hopefully. Hopefully it works. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to try anything at this point. I am going to be burning my Mavericks jersey just in the... You know, just so the, um, to avoid the NBA Finals being the downturn of what has become a very good franchise. All right, I tell you what, why don't you get the fire going? We got one more break because I ran way long uh, last time, giving a couple of douchebags an ass whooping. So we'll take a break and come back and uh, light it up, right? Right up. All right, we'll take a break. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'm Dave with the Hideout Happy Hour. We're going to end it over at the Wing House, of course, pr- uh, proud sponsors of uh, Curse Boys with our buddies Black Bean and Daniel. And they, uh, we're going to the one on 1792 and Lee Road because the manager gave us uh, three free pitchers. Let's go around. So uh, very excited about that. Let's go downstairs where J-Dubs is exercising the sports demons. Dubs? Yes, we have just started the fire. We started it all off with the uh, the, the Donovan Mab uh, signed hat and Bonkslaw Matt's about to drop in his Reggie White. That was for the uh, uh, Jimmy Jam had the Eagles hat. Uh, I know that Bong Swat is a big fan of the Packers. You obviously wanted to do all this for the Lions. Yes, that's why I started off. But I figured why not let everybody else jump in on it. And uh, Whoa, there goes the fire. It's up big now. Right, do not burn down the building. Uh, we are out of the retention pond right now. so. Okay, so everything should be cool out there. Dubs, yeah. what do you think? Do you think this will work for you? I mean, you, who are the Lions playing this weekend? The Green Bay Packers. Oh, well, Jesus. Uh, I mean, obviously, if there's any weekend you're going to turn it around or prove you're a complete fraud, it's against the Packers, and I'm sure they're saying the same thing about the Lions. Exactly. So it's uh, one or the other this weekend. Uh, we're about to drop in the Magic jerseys. Okay, and this is to exercise the demons of the magic. Um, well, it's specifically Steve Francis and what Steve Francis ended up doing. Um, and really kind of holding the franchise back a little bit and hoping with guys like Darko and Dwight Howard and some of the Jameer Nelson, some of these guys can really come through. Turco, how'd they go up? I see the heretics are just absolutely taken with fire. Oh, yeah, they're fixated on it. All right. Uh, we're about to drop in the rest of it. Yeah, are you goes. throwing in my Mavericks? How about a little special thing for my Mavericks jersey? Here's the family jersey right now. What about the Ron Dane jersey, Chunk? There it goes. All right, there Finley goes. Finley jersey is gone. All right, now the thing about the Finley jersey is he did go over to uh, to um, take on uh, – he went to go play for uh, San Antonio, and that wasn't good as far as being a Mavericks fan, but we did end up beating the Spurs and getting to the NBA Finals. But I wanted to burn it because I don't know if you guys remember, we probably even played in mixtapes when Chunks tried to put the Maloik on Dwayne Wade and it backfired because Dubs hung up. And my team ended up losing that game in the NBA right. Finals. And the topping on the cake, Joey Harrington, goodbye. 
Now, now, I know that's a big deal for you because of the fact... Did you miss, Dubs? Was it just like Harrington? Did you miss it when you were trying to throw it in there? I really had trouble letting go of it. Wide right. Oh, and there's a Jack FM uh, uh, banner. Oh, nice. Very good. Let's exercise those demons. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dump that. Dump. I heard. All right, hold on okay. a second. I'm going to put you on hold. Oh. I think the fire actually... I heard it, too. Thank you for getting it first, though, Tommy. I, um... I think that banner, just proving how truly satanic they are across the street, probably went up high, high flames. Hey, by the way, while I have this little time, I do want to uh, give a little plug. Heretics in here, and they're doing something good, raising a little money for the uh, St. Jude's Hospital. It's a car wash tomorrow uh, from 10 to 3 at the Chili's in Apopka at 436 on Wakiva Springs Road. It's right across the street from the bowling alley um, where we had our uh, our bowling. Um, that's at 24... 25 Cimarron Boulevard. So you guys go raise some money. Uh, just proving that the heretics aren't completely heartless. Oh, there are chicks and bikinis? Yes. For St. Jude's Hospital? Yes, that's correct. It always works. It doesn't matter what you're doing it for. Uh, that's right. It could be, you know, the Baptist church, but we're going to have the chicks. All by donation, too. Yeah, we're going to have the boat, bring a, you know, your bike, whatever you want. We'll fantastic. That is, uh, again, the Chili's 10 to 3 tomorrow in Apopka on uh, 436 in Wakiva Springs. Road. How about my crotch? I I'm should. sure if you gave them a big enough donation, <laughs> there could uh, be please. something. That's uh, they should be paying me. That's enough. <laughs> Dubs. Yes. All right. So uh, we got that. Everything's cool. You have exercised the Joey Harrington demons. I hope so. All right. What do you expect? I wish there was a million jersey. I would have gotten that. Today. I, I let me ask you. Now that you, I'm sure there's a, a 49ers one. Now that you have exercised the demons for the Lions, how about you make that bet with the Iceman? If the Cowboys end up with a better record than the Lions do at the end of the year, then we, you get a cow. I'll get, tell you this. How about this? We do it from right now. Okay. From right now, week two on, even slate, clean slate. I'll do it. All right. Iceman said that he will get a Lions tattoo if the Lions have a better record than the Cowboys at the end of the year uh, from this point on, so I guess two games in, versus the Cowboys – Having a better record. That means you will end up... I will up... give my answer on if I'm in on Monday. Damn you. Well, you can't on Monday because it's from this point on. What if the Cowboys... Well, the Cowboys are on bye. Yeah. All right. So... Maybe it works out even better then. All right. Tell you what. I'll give you to Monday then, Doug. All right. Just because uh, your name's on the show, kind of. Kinda. Yeah, I understand. Right there. All right, Dubs. Well, uh, you guys enjoy down there at the uh, the base at the open door, and we're going to wrap things up up here, all right? 5,000 dubs. 5,000. He is so out of it. That poor son of a bitch is so sick right now. He's a trooper for staying in here. I went up to him and I go, are you really drunk? And he goes, no, I'm sick. Yeah. I mean, you look really out of it. He uh, he really didn't even um, didn't even drink out there. Although I think that bartender does have something for him. He drank up her love. Uh, I think he's willing to. Uh, what dirty Happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. What dirty Howie? Hey, can we just can we just go and get rid of the interns? I can do this for you guys. This is easy. <laughs> I would. I, you're enough of a character. You came in here one open door and announced that your chick was getting an abortion the next night, so you wanted to get drunk. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, I like it just because you have the Confederate flag uh, outfit on. That always helps me heritage too. Not hate. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's heritage, not hate. I got you. You just heard what he said. Uh, no, oh, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I don't pay no attention to him. Turn his mic off. All right, here we go. Uh, 
Even though for some reason they're still mad at us, make sure you listen to SBK Live tomorrow uh, from 7 to 10. Then, of course, there is uh, Monday. Wake up at the Monsters in the morning, Schoenberg, Midday, Phil Sutton in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody, always talk good, question everything. God bless King Dude. Stay classy and all that fun stuff. Uh, make sure you hit up the websites, realradio.fm. For those of you who want to keep up with the Hideout Fantasy Football League and also the Game of the Week, hideoutheretics.net to see nudies of the heretics uh, that they've started posting. And also highlights from Real TV on realradio.fm. That's on hideoutheretics.net and fullblownaids.com. That's where you can go and uh, talk about this show, The Hideout, and other fantastic radio programs. That is fullblownaids.com. Uh, we out, bitch, 5,000. Heretic Bye. Hooping up tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Five thousand. Your mother is a dirty, dirty fool. Chillax. 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 Caution. Retards in area. Turn dogs! Turn dogs! Caution. Retards in area. Turn dogs! Your mother is a dirty, dirty fool. Radio Jihad. Chillax. Chillax. Trauma, drama, tension. Trauma, drama, tension.
interested. I don't. Aye, 5,000.